Hey, when does the show start? <laughs> okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. Yeah, there it is. A Friday, the. Ooh, I got my voice back. 23rd day of February, 20. 20- 24. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey. Good morning. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. And uh, there is Kyle. I don't have a catchphrase. You just say what? Catchphrase. What's up? What's up? What's up? How you doing? Coming back from the Kings game. I was talking to him yesterday. He's like, "Uh, I don't have much time right now. It's halftime at the Kings game. I've got to go back. Do they give you good seats when you go out there? I get a media seat. You get a media seat. It's fine. You get in the uh, put you in the box. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, like when you get. I remember when I was in Tampa, uh, I had media passes for the games, and I'd never done that before. I'd never had a media pass because Orlando didn't really do much with the Magic, but in Tampa, you know, you got to go in the media box, and uh, and I was up there, and you know, yeah, you know, you see a bunch of cool people, like really sure. neat people, especially if you're a sports fan. I didn't realize that when you're in the media, it was a lesson learned. That you're in the media box, you can't cheer. Yeah, no cheering in the press box. Right, neutral. Yeah. Got to be neutral. You have to be cool as a cucumber. Like, you ain't sweating anything. It could be the best play you've ever seen down on the court and or field, but you cannot react whatsoever. And you can't mark out for anybody either. No marking out. Right. You know, I knew a dude that did, uh, when I did Sports Talk Radio back in Atlanta, he got fired for getting an autograph from a Mets player. <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely can't do that. And then, and then when the or it was either Mets or Braves, and then when the organization went after him, like they they were like you know they came to talk to him, he ran like they didn't see me. He like ran away, and then he got back to the radio station and they fired him. I was like, that's a fireable offense. Like, I don't know if that's a fireable. Off- it might be a talking to, but I don't know if that's a fireable offense. Anyway, uh, here's your phone number nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. You can also use that to get in on the text machine. On social media, listen to the BS. Give us a like, share, follow on the YouTube. Subscribe at The Bailey Show. Our podcast always available whenever you want it on the Odyssey app as well as thebaileyshow.com and on, on the YouTube channel. So here's what's uh, coming up today. We got more tickets for Pearl Jam. We'll do three degrees. We'll do that about 8 o'clock. We'll push Game of Tones till closer to 9. More Brett Michaels tickets there. And then another pair of Brett Michaels tickets we'll give away after we have him on. I actually sat down with him the other day or talked to him the other day. So we'll run a condensed version of that conversation here uh, at the end of this hour because a week from today, Thunder Valley, the venue, you've got the Party Gras Tour with Brett Michaels, Mark McGrath, Steve Ajiri, and Lita Ford, which is going to be great. Uh, There's not a Brett Michaels show that I've ever been to. I've known the guy for over 20 years. Uh, If there is a show within a 50-mile radius, I will go. But I grew up a Poison fan. You You know, like there's certain bands you remember the first time you heard them. And and then you fall in love with the band, fell in love with Poison. You know, look what the cat dragged in the first mm-hmm. album and whatnot. But I will say this about one of my experiences with Poison. Some of you have heard the story, some of you haven't. Is it was in 2007, and we we're at the House of Blues in Orlando, uh, and I uh, I was really intoxicated. I was having a good time. Same. 
Yeah, really good time. I think it was like July 4th or something like that. And my wrestling friend, Bubba Ray Dudley, was with me. I met up with him. And we go to the show. And Brett has a tendency to, and this was a poison show, but he has a tendency, like you'll probably do next Friday, whether I get up there or not again, who knows. But he likes to bring his friends up on stage for nothing but a good time. And just that particular song. Yeah, just for that particular song. It's the party song. So, uh, so you know, I'm like this. I, I'd done it once before, like a year prior. I'd done it for the first time. It was. I got to tell you, being a rock star is very difficult. It's not easy. <laughs> it is. It is very like when you see these front men or women, and they have these rock moves because every lead singer has a rock move. You know, mm-hmm. Brett Michaels is. You know, he's got. He does the fingers, and he like like he's casting a spell on the audience. He like jabs the audience. <laughs> you know. Uh, but Brad Arnold from Three Doors was there, and I'd kind of known Brad a little bit. And um, God, who was the other guy? Um, God, I always forget his name. Anyway, there was another dude that was up there, and Poison's playing, and he brings us all out. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to redeem myself. I, you know, I'm going to relive this. This is what I was doing wrong the first time a year prior. I'm not just doing the video for nothing but a good time. I'm going to reenact the video. And in the video, you know, Nothing But A Good Time by Poison is an anthem song. And at the end, it breaks down in an anthem style. And you see, you know, Brett t- takes the fluorescent green mic stand and he, you know, gorilla presses it over his head. And you're, <laughs> it's like, I want to do that during Get a little workout. In. I want to do that. Right. Yeah. So we're to, and, and so you have all these players on stage and drunk, overweight, extremely pale Bailey is for some reason. In, in the middle of the stage. <laughs> it is one of the most embarrassed, and I don't get embarrassed often, but I got to tell you, I can't watch the video. And I want to thank Nikki for knowing that I was going to bring this up and mm-hmm. posting the video on our social media, on our YouTube, uh, I mean, on our Facebook page. It's there. I can't watch it. You can see it. It is cringeworthy. It is so yeah. bad. It, just because of one, how I look, two, I'm wearing tapered jeans. Three, I'm wearing an affliction shirt that's way too big, and it shows me even more fatter than I was at the time. I mean, everything about it is bad. But you have guys like Bubba Ray Dudley, who is an international superstar in the world of professional wrestling. He's held held more uh, tag titles than any team in the history of professional wrestling. He's out there. You have Brad Arnold, part of a multi-platinum selling band in Three Doors Down. Uh, and you have the other guy who's who's a who's a who's a big deal, and I always forget his name. And uh, and 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 you have dumb fat uh, radio guy in the middle. And you're yeah, doing all these clapping you got... like you're at church. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It looked like I was at a Baptist church, right? Like, yeah. Oh, the good Lord's talking to me. The good Lord, he's coming after me. Yeah, you're right. That's funny. Yeah. You've got a couple intangibles, though. I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. Okay. Please. First off, it's confidence. Sure, we've done a lot of things in our past that are cringeworthy then, but in that moment, that guy, Buckethead, he was on stage and he was ready to party. Pulling people up to the front of the stage, and the move I think I like the most is when you're really belting something out, you do this thing with your head where you shake it back and forth as if you had the long, flowing locks of Brett Michaels. (laughs) So even without long hair... If you were in that music video, you were ready to shake that stuff into the wind, baby. Mm-hmm. That I, you know, I think the best part, as far as if you want to make fun of me, 
Is that the? I love it. Is, I'm not, do you think it sounds like I'm making funny? It's not. I like that move. I have a favorite part here. <laughs> okay. It's the bowing down during the guitar solo bit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The one knee half bow down thing. <laughs> yeah, that was is, that was cringy. That's tough. So so my favorite cringe part of this is at the very very end where the video cuts off, if I remember correctly, and everyone has left the stage, but me. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, you want to keep going. And I come, we're, I'm leaving and I come back up like CC DeVille was waiting for me. You know, the guitarist for Poison. And I go back up and I, I think I like slap him on the lower back and I'm like, hey man, yeah, I'll meet you back there. You know, like he cares. Right? <laughs> so I bad. think you high fived a guitar tech. I, I uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, it's so good. It's so bad. He's clearly going to hug somebody else, and then you hug him at the end. <laughs> and why do you keep jumping stuff. up and down like totally off the ground? You're clearing I was feeling it. it. Yeah, I was feeling it. It was wild. I was so drunk, but that's not an excuse because I remember it. I mean, I wasn't that. I wasn't like blackout drunk, and I don't get Shoot. drunk in public often. But. Huey Lewis in the News calls that the power of rock and roll. That's what it was. It was running through my veins. <laughs> Again, very difficult to be a rock star. I don't know how me. No, I don't know. Yeah, I thought you crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> For maybe special events I did, yes. Uh, good thing coming to California. I know it's in the Bay Area right now, but uh, every other city could possibly see this if you like to take your drinks out in public, this is a good thing for you. I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. Hang on. Brett Michaels will join the show here in about 30 minutes. Give away some tickets for Party Gras a week from today uh, at the venue Thunder Valley after the conversation that you hear. If you are interested in joining me next Friday at the show. Good news if you like to drink on the streets. <laughs> I think there's been a, a, a community that's been doing that for a very long time, whether it's legal or not, right? Uh, but uh, Governor Newsom last year, if you remember, he signed into bill. Uh, you could drink. You could do this in San Francisco designated special areas. Like a lot of cities around the country have what they call like entertainment zones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this isn't something new uh, that says, OK. And, and then also, if you have a special event, a lot of breweries, you have to get permits and so on and so forth, depending on, you know, who owns the parking lot and, and whatnot. You know, but now um, there's a bill, this new bill in its current form would expand the power to all cities and counties. So, like, somebody like Kyle, for example, who does his, you know, goes out on the weekends in downtown Sacramento or whatever the case may be, you want, you know, you know, you leave the bar, you have a beer and a glass, they give yeah. you a plastic cup, you pour it in the cup, and you get to walk to the next bar. That's good, right? No, that's the best. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the best. Right. As long as you're walking. Yeah, Key West does that yeah, as well. But, sure. But you're, you're not supposed to be consuming it on the street, though. Well, you just can carry it to your next location in the Unless cup. you're in like an entertainment district, like you're saying. So really. it says, get, is getting back, uh, which I think is kind of a funny line uh, from the senator, getting people back out in the streets is key to the economic recovery of cities across California. That's the key, you know. Yet there's so many people and so many people promote working remotely. But mm-hmm. getting people out on the streets is the key to the economic recovery. Uh, this comes from Senator Scott Weiner. So, Mr. Is it Weiner or Weiner? It looks like Weiner. I want to call him Weiner. Who introduced the Senate bill. By creating entertainment zones, we're giving people a reason to go back to areas where recovery has been slow while creating a vital new revenue stream for bars and restaurants. 
The bill also does away with the requirement of a special event or extra permission from the Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control. It doesn't say like you. I'm assuming you, I guess with you'd be able to zones, consume it. Yeah, and I, you, I didn't. I didn't hear the event zones part. I thought it was just to go alcohol. No, it's like the, yeah, it's the it's the party on the streets. I got you. So like they do that market. What's that? Is that our street market? There's a market that's downtown. That a couple of times a year they have a night market that's out there, and I wonder if they're saying that they can zone that area so it doesn't have to be a special permit there ever again for you to walk around in the streets with a beer in your hand. That it'll just be always like, what was that place in Orlando you always would take me to? Oh, downtown Orlando. Uh huh. Like Church about- Church Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's just 10, 12 bars that are all lined off, and you walk through, and it, it's, yeah. it was one of the coolest times every time I go uh, visit Bailey down there. So this to-go is just to walk around downtown, or is this like to-go and you can take it home? Uh, I, no. I, see, that's what Nelson was saying. I didn't even think <laughs> of it that way. I was looking at it like you get out of the bar, you take your cup with you. To the next bar because it's zoned. That area is zoned for you to have an open container. Which I would think would not be helpful to bars. Like, I would think it, that would be the like the villain to the bar because you uh-huh. want people to stay in your bar. It's, it's like the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you want them. You like, you, you know, have, you ever, have you ever been in a bar and you're drinking and you're having a good time, but yet you want to see the other bars, but you end up not going to those bars mm-hmm. because you don't want to lose your spot. The drinks are good, you know, especially if they're served in a good glass, you know. I think there's a couple different ways to look at this. There's the way you're looking at it, but one, I'm going to buy one more drink at the bar I'm at. I'm leaving. I'm buying one more drink now that I can take it with me. Yeah, but you would buy four or five more drinks if you stayed. No, I'm leaving the bar regardless. We're going to the next spot. But now with this, if I'm at bar A and my friends are like, hey, we want to check out bar X. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, as we're leaving bar A, I'm snagging one more drink from bar A. And then on the way to bar X, I'm now going to pop into bar J. Yeah. I, my, a drink my, my, my bar hopping days are over. But if I were to go back, you know, there was there was there. You know, if you're new to a city, then, of course, you're going to bar hop to find your spot. But I remembered this down to Orlando. My days in Orlando were my bar hopping days. And there were literally three spots. You could find me on any given Friday or Saturday night. <laughs> you know, those are my go. In, in the chair, you know, I'd be in the same spot every Friday, every Saturday. I'd do the same walk. I'd leave the same way. I'd order the same <laughs> drinks. I mean, it's like an OCD alcoholic. I was going to say, <laughs> right, <I'm> like, <laughs> You know, but like Key West, like Kyle was talking about, if anybody's ever been to Key West, that's what they, you know, that's the, that's the cool thing as you walk around. You just, you, you, you also wonder if it, it, does it dumb down altercations on the streets? You know, like, does it, you know, if you're drinking and walking, are you less likely to be belligerent on the street or are you more likely? Because I don't see a lot of people just going out there and drinking on the streets. Like, you're going to a location. You know what I mean? In the entertainment districts that they've put up here in Nebraska that they wanted to mirror, Kansas City has a big one they call the Power and Lights District. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that as you're out, no, people aren't getting as wild and crazy and doing stupid things. It's only like specific places that there's just all hell breaks loose. New Orleans comes to mind. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Bourbon Street is always going to be, you know, like insanity. Yeah, I was telling somebody the other day that was going to – New Orleans, I was like, don't don't go to don't go to Bourbon Street. It's it's right. it, it, it's such a waste of time. It's you, there's oh. just fights everywhere on every yeah. corner. It's so dirty. 
one block over is just as good. <laughs> like a bar is a bar, you know. Uh, just, just, just because you don't have to go on a, just because you're not on Bourbon Street doesn't mean you're you're not going to have a good time, right? Right. Take a picture of the sign, Instagram it, get a beignet at the Cafe Du Monde, and just tell everyone you were on Bourbon Street. Uh, Leonard, <laughs> Leonard in Sacramento, quickly, what you got, buddy? Hey, what you guys describing is Sixth Street down in Austin. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. Now, go ahead. Bars and clubs for about six blocks. Mm-hmm. And there's you, you can walk around with alcohol. And there's even shot bars. You can be walking down the street. Shots, okay, go and take a shot. Keep walking down to all yeah. types of clubs you want. Dance, country, whatever. Yeah, and there there is something to be said about walking with a drink out on the street. Like, it, it brings a, uh, it brings kind of like the nightlife outside. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. so, like, I'm for it. You know, again, I don't have any dog in this fight because it's not yeah. me right now. But I can like I've been a part of it. I've seen yeah. it. It's yeah. it's it's a cool vibe. You know, you walk around and everybody's got a cup and stuff. And and the funny part is, there's always cops there, and they get tens of thousands on a normal weekend, uh, holiday weekend, hundreds of thousands of people. And the cop stations only like two blocks away. Same as the governor's mansion, though, too. So that's kind of a yeah. There's always a there's always a cop station, at least a mobile station, close to a string of bars. Yep. Yeah. yeah. This is our this is our main. Jail and everything. Yeah. Two blocks away from 6th Street. Not far if you get too stupid. Everybody knows this, so everybody keeps it mellow. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Appreciate you, Leonard. Appreciate you listening. Now, can you get, like, is this going to up the charges for, like, you, there's there's a law, right? You know, drink, drink, you know, not drinking in public if this is okay, but. Drinking and driving for sure. Yeah, drinking and driving for mm-hmm. sure, but, you know, belligerently drunk in public. Mm-hmm. And you got, like, this is, you know, is, are they trying to catch you? No, I think oh, if you're out drunk. That's funny. Maybe stumbling around, but you're not bothering anybody and you're not getting in any fights, you could probably get away with it. They probably won't bother you. But if you're out drunk and being crazy and loud and fight, trying to fight with people, and if anybody calls the cops on you, you're out of there. I wonder how many people will start going out with uh, their Stanley Cups. Oh, yeah. Oh, people do that now, though. Do they really? Right. Yeah, they'll absolutely. Go, they'll go to the bar and they'll... Stanley. Most of the time... Go to Napa with your Stanley Cup. If you see somebody <laughs> driving around, especially in the nighttime with those cups, there's alcohol in them. You know, I never even thought about that. Oh, yeah. We, wow. we did that when we went to the haunted house like some years back, me and my friends. We were in the haunted house line with our drinks and our cups. Yeah. Nobody ever checks the Stanley Cup. Nope. No. Yeti, never. Yeti prior. And then you see everybody <laughs> pass out and you're like, man... Vodka and lead, just not the best. <laughs> <laughs> not good for you at all. Just, just not the best mix of two different things. <laughs> all right. Uh, Brett Michaels, uh, about 20 minutes. And then, like I said, we've got an extra pair of Brett Michaels tickets for you that we'll give away after Brett joins the program. So uh, as soon as you hear him, you can start lining up. I'll just take the first person, actually. You don't have to jump through any hoops. You just got to call. That's all. Uh, First round of headlines, two big stories from today. What you got? I'm going to tell you why AT&T says you were phoneless yesterday and why people in Cali are stealing honey. All right. Two big stories from today. First round of headlines. Getting you learned here in just a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Yeah, first round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Nikki. AT&T said it wasn't me. H1. AT&T says an outage that affected tens of thousands of customers today has now been resolved. AT&T said Thursday that all of its customers that were impacted by a nationwide service outage had cell service again. Now, this took about 12 hours before they were able to fix the issue 
and they're not really saying what happened. All they're saying is it was an error in coding and it was not an attack. And whenever a company says that to me, it always makes me think it was an attack and they just don't want to tell you. Yeah, I, you know, I've had AT&T forever. I didn't get affected by it. Uh, and I don't know if Sacramento got affected by it, but I know parts of California did. What I've noticed about AT&T, though, I didn't think that cell carriers were, like, regional. You know, a- AT&T is not the leader on the West Coast. It's a Verizon it's Verizon country out here. Right. Mm, okay. You know, I didn't know that. Uh, it, I, I, maybe it has something to do with AT&T based in Atlanta. Who knows? I have no idea. Uh, but, uh, you know, I saw that yesterday, and then you just see people on Facebook saying, Mark's safe from AT&T outage. <laughs> there were so many memes that came out it, yesterday. It, it was, you know, it, 12 hours. Now, in the whole scheme of things, that's not a long time to be without your cell phone. God forbid you're without your cell phone for 12 hours. Not that I don't get it, right? Because we live off, and me, me included, live off of our cell phones. But people were furious. I mean, because there's so much stuff attached to our phones now. Like, I found out about the outage because my sister sent me a message because her phone was off. And that's how she gets paid through her phone. What do you mean she gets paid through her phone? Because she's a nurse. And the way they have things set up is they get she gets paid every single day after she works her shift. And it goes through with her phone because she has to clock her hours that way. And it's the only way she can clock her hours. Oh, you can't do that on a computer. Nope. Yeah. Wow. You know, but you're, you know, your you're bank... I've had my like I've gone into my bank before, and they're like, "Sorry, we can't give you any money. Why? Our computers are down." I'm like, "Okay, you know." And it, it irritated me, but I didn't think it was the end of the world, and, and it was out for like uh, like 24 hours. You know, people people who couldn't work yesterday because not only was your phone down, if you had AT and T, your phone did not work, your internet did not work, so my mom couldn't work yesterday like her regular job. Oh yeah, I guess that's right. She didn't have internet because AT and T's got fiber, and mm-hmm. if that, that's down, that's down. Yeah, everything's down. So a lot of people like lost business yesterday. They couldn't perform their jobs. I saw some oh. guy post on there that he was supposed to have some service done at his house, and the people couldn't call him, so they didn't come. God, you want? <laughs> I kind of want to hear the stories of of like did it, how it affected. You know, like we'll see uh-huh. him. You know, we'll mm-hmm. see him eventually come out. But you know, it's like tried to get to the hospital, but I couldn't. I just nine one one. Right, but, I didn't but, even think about the serious ones. Well, yeah. I think the nine one one still worked on the phones. So nine one one still because that's connected. Your emergency should work even if your phone doesn't work. Mm. You know, but like, what did you miss out on? Like you're talking about uh-huh. business and money and stuff like that. It, like worst case scenario, what could have happened in twelve hours without cell and internet service? You know what? What if the you know the end of times? Right? You know, we always talk about. The bad guys get in the power grid and no electricity. And, you know, when we're without power for a couple hours, we freak out. First world problems, right? So can you imagine no cell service and no internet for, God forbid, a week? No, I could not. That's how much we're dependent on. We're so attached to all of these things. I couldn't even, like, the 12 hours with no phone. I would have been going crazy. And, and again, I saw another guy. He's like, I'm going to sit down and invent something that we can do when we don't have cell phones and I'm going to be rich. I'm like, okay. We used to do that before we had cell phones. <laughs> so I don't know what you think you're going to invent. I got this brilliant idea. So I'm trying to call my friend who lives four blocks down the street. But if I can't call him, I'm going to invent the idea of walking over. Whoa. Mind blown. I'm, I'm going to be, be rich. rich. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to tell people to walk somewhere and actually confront them. 
Do you think you're parodying? I saw there's a new trend among, I guess it's Gen Z, young people, that's just that, taking a walk without their phone, and they think they invented it. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm unplugging. We call it unplugging, and now we're going to walk out and experience it's called nature. Thank God history repeats itself. <laughs> you know, it's always used in kind of a bad way. You know, history repeats itself. Thank God history repeats itself. Yeah, second uh, headline, please. The beefies come out in February. Not at night, H2. Urgent beehive thefts has farmers here in California turning to a high-tech countermeasure. Beekeepers are now using GPS tracking devices to protect their precious hives. I swear to God, I heard you say beefies come out at night. I like, heard the same thing. I said beefies. I was like, no, I, can't, I can't beefy. wait to hear the definition of a beefy. <laughs> Bro, what's a beefy? <laughs> I, I'm, sleeping, I'm sleeping face up from now on. <laughs> Every February, there's an uptick in crime, but not the type most people think about. Here in California, the uptick in crime in February is in rural parts of California, Thousands of dollars are lost because people steal beehives. Now, according what? to shit, yes, they do. According to Sheriff Rowdy Freeman, because he is the bee stealing expert. He's the, why are you guys laughing? Nothing. Just get please, please continue. I'm sorry. So he said in the last decade, more than ten thousand hives have been stole, which is a total of three point five million dollars. So, like, this is a big money crime, and it's beekeepers. Stealing hives from other beekeepers. It's not like oh. just some random person doing it. Wait, does it say how much you get for a hive? Uh, they go for about 23 no, 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 $350 each hive. That's a lot of hives to steal to profit. Yeah, yeah you got to think about how big those beehive places are. Did you ever so, go out to August's? No, I remember doing the bit. We have a buddy uh, back in Georgia. His dad's a beekeeper. Yeah. And we did a bit where we, we, we sent him in to the, the bees on the phone on the air. It was actually pretty good. I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever heard like what it sounds like where there's like hundreds if not thousands of bees, bees? swarming <laughs> your body. It is it's pretty cool. It's 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 really neat. I didn't I, I thought they might be worth more. You I guess that's volume over value, huh? Right, right, cuz there's so many and you know, well, guess- but you're saying that the hive is worth $350, but that's not what like the value of the output of the hive, right? Well, but I don't what's know. What's each one of those mean to me financially? If it's a beekeeper stealing it, aren't they then selling the comb and the honey? And yeah, the- yeah, probably all Great of point. those things. So, but they didn't put in the breakdown of the how much is they're getting for honey and <laughs> no, all. Just, they just put just the story. overall amount. That's that's a lot of yeah. road stop. Uh- Tables with those right, little, right. with those millions with those local honey signs and the little sticks. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to be popped up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? All right, he's one of my most favorite people on the planet. I grew up a fan. I was lucky enough to become uh, buddies with him about twenty some years ago, and uh, we all together collectively next Friday get to see Brett Michaels. Uh, at the va- venue, Thunder Valley, for the Party Gras Tour. I've seen this tour. It's real. It's a lot of fun. And in this round, he's got Steve Ajiri from Journey. Uh, he's got Mark McGrath, right? And he's got Lita Ford. You know, so it's going to be a blast. Absolute blast. And there's still tickets available. We have some free ones to give away. Actually, two pair to give away today, right after the conversation. So, like, as soon as you hear... Brett, come on. If you want to start lining up, I'm just going to need the first person on the phone uh, after we uh, talk with Brett Michaels. 916-909-0985. We'll do that here next. Hang on. It's 98 Rocky listening to the BS. Appreciate you doing that, of course. My name's Jason Bailey, and we get 
one of the most influential artists in my life. I grew up as a fan and then about two decades ago was honored and able to become friends with my man, Brett Michaels. Uh, And Friday, the venue, Friday, March 1st, Thunder Valley, he's uh, delivering the Party Gras Tour, which I've seen and it's amazing, but I have yet to see it with Mark McGrath, Steve Ajeri, and Lita Ford. So this is a hell of a lineup coming to uh, our backyard here. So let's welcome to the program, Mr. Brett Michaels. How are you, my friend? I am doing awesome, my brother Jason. How are you, my friend? It's so good, and thank you so much for taking the time to. I I, I know you you kind of do spotty interviews here and there, but you know, like I was talking with Pete, of course, the guitarist for Brett Michaels Band, and uh, and Jana, who has been with you for forever and ever. And I was like, I'd love to get Brett on, and because this is exciting, you know, we're about a year into Sacramento, and then I see. You know, like right before I left Georgia, I saw you do the Party Gras tour, and then I come out here, right. and and you're coming out here bringing the Party Gras tour. So this is awesome. It's going to be unbelievable, and I I just want to say first of all, great to hear your voice, and I just need your listeners and the amazing fans. I call them it's family now. It's three generations of family, friends, and fans. But we this this show is a true celebration. I put it together and created it as a celebration, the fans, the bands, the music. Um, I said it's like a circus of awesomeness, an assault on your musical senses, even down to the smell and the hazers. I threw a little coconut rum in there. So, yeah, it smells good, sounds good, feels good. You know what I mean? It's a... and and the, it's just going to be one of those nights you just celebrate and party. And then to have to, to have my good friend Mark McGrath, who, side note, fast back, born on March 15th, same day as me. Yeah. So we're kicking off celebrating our birthday month with you and, and all the fans. And then Steve Algieri from Journey and Lita Ford and all of them, not only friends, but great musicians. I called him up about doing this show. And the, the one thing that's cool too, is that we all, during my set, um, Lita will come back up and join us. But halfway through my set, I'm doing poison hits. Boom. I'm like, I want to do one of my favorite journey songs, but I know Steve can sing it way better than me. <laughs> it's seamless. Bam. We land on the ground. He's singing a couple of these songs back to Mark McGrath, back to me. And then we end up with all of us on stage. But when people say, you know, the music community, a lot of people for years are asking what happened to it. It's, it's stronger than ever. And you see that like you did uh, in Georgia on Party Crawl, slam-packed and everyone of three generations just singing. And and it, it, like we said, it's all killer hits, no filler. Yeah. You know, and just a good, just nothing but a good time, truly. Nothing but a good, you know, and, and this is what I always say when, when I talk about you and definitely the Party Gras tour is, you know, like, if you were to relate it to wrestling or let's say the Super Bowl halftime show, what does everybody want? Everybody wants a surprise. You want a surprise run in in wrestling, the Super Bowl halftime show. You're always looking at the other artists that they're going to bring out on stage. And that's what attracts any time that I've seen you perform uh, and definitely with the party gras. It's you just never know what to expect and who's going to come up on stage. And it's not just with Mark and Steve and Lita that you have on the bill. But, you know, when I saw you uh, back in Georgia, you know, the guys from Lit came out. The guys from Hoobastank came out. Um, 
And I got to be friends with those. I'd never met those guys before. And at the end of the night, like you've done for years, you know, I was included in this at one time and embarrassed myself. Yes, you were. <laughs> yes, you were. I don't know. I, Brett, you still remembering that because you were having a good time that night. Um, Brett, Brett, I, I can't, you know, I can't tell that story because every time I tell that story, there, it lives on YouTube and I can't watch it. And this was, <laughs> it was me uh, my buddy Bubba Ray Dudley, the wrestler, and uh, and Brad from Three Doors, and um, uh, uh, somebody else, and, and I'm for some reason center stage. And this was like the 25th anniversary of Poisoners, and I'm center stage, and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like the lowest man on the totem pole here. But I, I, I got to tell you, it, it was a dream come true. I remember that, you know, 12 year old in his in his in his bedroom jumping around to look with a cat dragged in. And now I'm up on stage reenacting nothing but a good time with the, you know, the mic stand and pumping it up at the anthem breakdown. You know, so we've had everyone from the impractical jokers. Uh, next thing you know, it's Rick and my buddies from Pawn Stars up on stage. <laughs> you know, everyone just at different times. Uh, Guy, you know, of course, our buddy Guy Fietti, uh, you know, coming out on stage and having the time of his life. We're doing a show together later this summer and you're going to be up there. We'll bring some fans and winners up there and just make it a party. That's so cool. Do you ever change up uh, like last minute the, the set lists for 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 any of these party gras stops? Always. So we started out in Detroit last year and and remember it's different lineups in different places. We started out in Detroit and had one lineup. And then the next night I I substituted out uh, instead of ride to win, we were doing look what the cat dragged in or cry tough fallen angel. We just want to keep it that it's songs that everyone can sing along to. And that happens every night. Like we will go up there and I have a certain songs that I want to do. Obviously, you know, I love doing them, and, and the, the 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 friends and fans that come want to hear the hits and sing along. But we we change it up and just have a great time doing it. And we we will for sure. You know, this is such a great venue too. You're talking about the venue at Thunder Valley. Yeah. You know, it's we're, we're going to make this awesome. Yeah, it's 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 a great. It's, I just saw. Uh uh daughtry and scott stapp there and uh the 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 literally the venue is is really good the sound is amazing and it's really good i ask you about the set list uh, set list brett because you know i i think every time i see you um or at least when i talk to pete i'm like do you think you could slide love on the rocks in there somewhere it's just i would like it's I, I, I that the entire open up and say ah album i love you know and it just starts off with love on the rocks and i just think that is one of the greatest poison songs ever i just love it it's such a fun song it is the best guitar riff of, of, of a lot of the guitar riffs like that nothing but a good time or talk during me but that bow wow that that love on the rocks has such a great riff maybe just maybe we have to throw that in. We could sound check it up. And if we, if, you know, cause we only play real live music. So we'll, we'll see if we can get that in there. And, and if not, we'll do a little backstage love on the rocks acoustic <laughs> version. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> I would appreciate that. We're, you know, at this stage in your career, and, and again, this is something I always tell people too, when, when I talk about you on uh, either the show or the radio show or the podcast 
is that you're you're like one of the smartest, if not smartest, guys in the business because, and you just said it yourself, Brad, is that you know what the fans came for and you know what they want. It's not like you're living in 89, but you know that those fans that are bringing their kids now to the, the, to the Brett Michaels concert or the Poison concert, they, they're telling all these stories about how it was, and you literally put us at, in 89, you know, or, or whatever. Right. And I think that's so special because a lot of artists, they still, they're like, oh, I'm sick of playing that. I'm going to do this. And you, and you do that. But with this party gras tour, which has been going on for a while and, and, and extremely successful, like, do you put that up there with all the other tours that you've done, whether solo or with poison? I do. I do. And let me say this first. Thank you for, for saying that and recognizing it. What, what it is again, I, when I'm putting together a show or I'm, I'm looking at the set list, I also look at it as a fan and an artist. So in other words, I'm going, man, I know I'd love to hear this. If I was going to see this band, I want to hear, definitely want to hear this song or that song. But then we, you know, we'll throw in maybe one new song and then we throw in this and it, but it always keeps it fresh. And I think that the one thing that I've, the, the one thing I, I, I thank God every day I possess is I'm still as excited and grateful and humbled as I, and I mean that. I know that's a weird thing, but I'm still grateful and sincere and as excited and remember, never forget where I started and how good it felt just to get out on that stage and play music. And when I say this to fans, I say thank you for being here tonight, not just in the venue, but I needed a good night like this. I need the, the music's therapeutic to me. And, 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 and at times as a diabetic, it's healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I believe that, you know, and, and I, you know, go back to, I'm looking at a picture of uh, when we first met at the house of blues in Orlando, am I, am I on the wall here? And, you know, I, I, I don't know if it were rain or Georgia, you know, your daughters, but you know, they were just little babies at that time, you know, little right. kids right now, 23 and 18, you know, the, with the, with the girls growing up and there's nothing better than being a dad. And I know the feeling, especially a dad to a daughter, uh, mine just turned 18, getting ready to, you know, go to the university of Alabama and it's killing me anyway. Um, the, <laughs> congratulations! Bro. It, just, it's, it is crushing me, bro. It is so crushing me. But anyway, like, did did the kids ever like say, you know, kind of take jabs at you and go, "Dad, you're wearing spandex. What's up with the hair? What are you doing? What, what were you thinking at that time?" Oh, please! They they bust my ears no matter what I do. So that's <laughs> just we just as an extra in there. You know what I mean? That's what a daughter's meant to do. They love dearly, and then just uh, you know. I, I just roll with it and I say, well, you're not complaining. You're up here on the side of the stage singing with me and having a good time. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like a isn't lot- that what they're supposed to do? Give us a hard time. Isn't that correct? Oh my God. My daughter doesn't believe anything I tell her about what I used to do, you know, back in the day. Like it's a joke, you know, right. it just doesn't right. happen. You know, if it's not on TikTok, it's not real, you know? So now wait, I, let me add to that. They, they so they threw a big party at the house the other day, right? This mm-hmm. is no lie, and they mix up all kinds of music. They love everything. They're listening to Pitbull. They're listening to Post Malone. They've got Poison, and but when they got to the Poison, ACDC, right, Def Leppard, every single kid in was up on the pool table. Uh, doing, you know, I I would love to tell them to stop, but I'm thinking they're. I, hell, I might be up there with them. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking, now you're throwing the right kind of 
say you're having, but they were up there with the the pool cue, you know, playing guitar to, uh, you know, nothing but a good time. Then it was like shook me all night long. And they, that's when the party lit up. I want to ask you this question about uh, being a dad too, is the dating situation. Do any of these guys like that the, the girls are dating, they, they realize after the fact or before the fact or during and when they do, how do they react when they find out who you are? Because, I mean, again, 2318, it's a totally different generation. So they might be oblivious to it. No, no. They Well, here's what happens. It, it's not even about that. What happens is, is they know, you know, they know. And, like, Reigns, one of Reigns' first boyfriends, uh, went third in the draft in the NFL to the Panthers, Matt Corral. Yeah. Super good dude. And I've known him since they were young. You know what I mean? And same with Georgia and and her boyfriend, you know, it's a, her dad's a musician and they know and they're and I'm, I'm a I'm a pretty cool dad. And they like I said, you you want to let them, you know, you want to give them guidance. You want to say uh, definitely don't do some of the things I did or make some of the choices I did. Uh, our job is to but also to let them be able to uh, come into their own as well and form their own identity and, but keeping them safe is number one. And, but most of the boyfriends have been, honestly, I'd love to tell you a horror story, but they've all been pretty cool and, and, and respectful. And you know what I mean? Or, uh, you know, either musicians or athletes and they, they want to achieve themselves. Yeah. That's good. Not going wood. I've, I've had the same situation yeah. with the, my daughter, she dated a couple guys, and there's only one I had to pull to the side and just say, you know, let's talk for a second. But um, other than that, you know, we're getting lucky. You know, you hear all these horror stories, and I'm like, I do not want to live that movie ever. You know? Yeah, no, that's a yeah, and, and again, again, you can only it, we. I think it, we as parents, I think dads and moms, we we can sense if someone's about to, you know, go south or something's wrong. I've got a pretty good sixth sense or, you know, and, and most of them have been absolutely great. And, and then, you know, when they have breakups and stuff, that heartache, it's, that's, this is the circle of life. Um, okay. Before I let you go, I got to ask about poison. Obviously it's, it's all over the internet. You've already spoken out that 100 or 1 million percent, I believe, I think was the quote, there will be an upcoming poison tour just confirming, am I reading the internet? Is it telling me correct information on this? Yes, so I'm I'm hoping that will be a uh, you know in the very near future full again all original reunion like we did on the stadium tour, and uh, I'm hoping that everything will come together in 25 and at the latest 26 it'll be incredible. I wouldn't be talking to you here today without them. You know, I have much love for Cece and, and Bobby and Ricky and they're my buddies and we'll go back out and we will rock the world again. And I'm hoping 25 or 26, make it a, a poison reunion party girl 3.0. Well, would you, would you announce a final poison tour or would you just, when the time comes to time, would you kiss the situation like reunion, 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 or, or last tour, last tour, last tour, or would you announce and say, hey, look, this is it. I'll, I'll do the, my solo stuff after this, but let's put poison to bed and, and let's call it a night. Would you announce that if you knew it? If I knew it, I would. I, I don't think it's even remotely close yet. Like we just, like I said, we go out there, we have such a great time. Like when we did got the chance to do the stadium tour, it was an incredible time for all of us. 
And I think the next one's a lot of fun. But when that moment comes, we'd be, you know, we're pretty straightforward. Hey, we're here. We've hit it. We don't need to trick anybody. We're grateful for this career. And, you know, and then boom, here it is. And just go out and, you know, rock that if that, if and when that's time comes. All right. Well, look, uh, Friday, March 1st, the venue, Thunder Valley, it is Party Gras. My friend Brett Michaels, Mark McGrath, Steve Ajeri, Lita Ford. And look, if you pull me up on stage for nothing, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm Try to keep most of your pants on this time. The I, last time, I mean, there was pants flying. There was a, you're grabbing people out of the audience. I'm hoping you take it up a notch from there. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. We've been giving them out all week. Um, of course you can get them at the box office. If any are left, I'd probably see, make sure you get them prior to that. And you know, you got a lot of seats in there. It's like 5,000 seats in the venue. So it's going to be a nice crowd. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be killer. And we're going to bring a big show and, uh, and I can't wait, man, this is going to be awesome. And it's great to hear your voice. And I will see you, uh, at the beginning of, we're kicking off my birthday yeah. month of March. And so is Mark McGrath and we'll see you up on stage. It's going to be incredible. All right, brother, Brett Michaels. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you soon. Sounds great, man. Hey, thank you for having me on, buddy. Yeah, of course. Anytime I'll keep my pants on next time as well. Uh, in that video that we were just talking about, we talked about it at the beginning of the show. Nikki D, thank you so much for posting that on our social media. I can't watch it, but if you'd like to watch it, by all means, one of the most embarrassing times of my life. Maybe I'll redeem myself this Friday. Who knows? But I did say I had a pair of tickets for uh, Party Gras with Brett Michaels and Clinton Roseville. You want you want my first pair? Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. You're, you're, I'm assuming a Brett Michaels fan, correct? Yeah. Okay. You're really... Enough! You're really selling me on this whole thing. I'm like really feeling strong giving Think you the tickets. Giving this guy tickets. I know. All right. Well, Clint, uh, you're, I told you I said I'm the first person I pick up. So you got tickets. You'll join us next Friday for the for the show. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Not a problem. All right. Here in just a couple minutes, it will be the Odyssey slash 98 Rock premiere of brand new Lincoln Park. The song is called Friendly Fire. You have not heard it yet. You will hear it first here in just a couple minutes. Hang on. Always gives me the heebie-jeebies when bands release music from artists that are no longer here, especially when you're a huge fan. Like, I'm a huge uh-huh. Chester Bennington fan, right? Love Linkin Park. And you just heard the Odyssey 98 Rock world premiere Friendly Fire, which is actually, it was originally written for the 2017 studio album One More Light. Uh, and Chester passed away in 2017, July of 2017. And uh, the singer of the English band, The Bonfires, this guy John Green, uh, worked with Chester not only on that song, but there's a couple other songs. Like there's a song called Tidal Wave that's unreleased uh, that hopefully we'll be able to hear. But you know what I mean? Like when you hear songs from not the AI stuff, not like with Mm -hmm. Paul McCartney and John Lennon. And, you know, that's that's different. But when you hear because it fascinates me, it's a question I always like to ask. I didn't ask Brett Michaels, but there's a question I always like to ask artists, you know. Uh, is it was what do you have in the vault? Uh, Dave Grohl is 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 one guy that I would love because he just he knows everybody. Everybody loves mm-hmm. Dave Grohl in the business, and his studio is is kind of a thing, right? When he built that studio back in like the mid two thousands or something, everybody would come jam there. Plus Grohl's house, from what I've been told from people that uh, know him, I've got friends that are friends with his wife and whatnot. 
Uh, he always has parties. He has barbecues. I mean, you see him feeding the homeless, like on the Super Bowl. He's out there. He takes the big smoker, and he does good for the community, and he feeds the homeless and whatnot. But, like, that music from the vault. Have you ever seen the movie, uh, the movie um, uh, um, Eddie, Eddie and the Cruisers? No. No. Oh, um... Oh, my God. It's one of the best. If you love rock and roll, you have to see Eddie and the Cruisers. Mm-hmm. John Cafferty in the what, the Beaver Brown Beaver Band. Brown band. Yeah, on the, do- on the dog side. And the first mm-hmm. one had Tom Berenger in it, and then he didn't right. do the second one because he went on to do a different movie or whatnot. But the second one where Eddie's supposed to be dead, uh, mm-hmm. which he, you know, spoiler alert, sorry, he fakes his own death. It, he's supposed to be dead, but they find all this music from the vault that they re-release on the anniversary of his death. And he's alive, and, and he's he playing back up, and he's playing in a new band going by Joe West, and they end up playing this big festival like in Canada or something, and he gets spotted by the old record guy that he had heat with, you know, twenty, thirty years prior, and he finally gets up on stage and he goes, "And I'm Eddie," you know, <laughs> he's like, "Ah!" But you know damn well nobody in that crowd's like Eddie who dude that music's done right. like I have no idea who you are. <laughs> but when you hear that stuff, it, it's 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 kind of heebie-jeebies. I don't well, know. Well, Bailey, you talked to someone during one of your Odyssey check-ins that is now the caretaker of a vault, very much like you're describing. I did in one Wolfgang Van Halen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. He's in charge of digitizing. He said his that his father has tens of thousands of hours worth of recordings. That that's all he did. Like like a grohl, Eddie would have people over. He had a recording studio in his house. He would just record guitar for the love of the game. Yeah, and you just you know, there's a lot of that stuff. You know, especially from artists you know way back in the day that you know, that will never you know Johnny Cash maybe never mm-hmm. see the light of day. Uh, and that's sad because, you know, either it's owned by, you know, fill in the blank or it's all about money. It's all about promotion. I think Linkin Park has pretty much full and total control over their music. Mm-hmm. And if I were to guess, and I don't know this for a fact, but Mike Shinoda, he's probably, you know, the, the guy that's that's leading the charge in all of this stuff and, and meticulously releasing the music when he feels it's time to release the music mm-hmm. um but here's another thing is uh, you know so you know papa roach's new song right uh leave a light on which is mm-hmm. fantastic you know sacramento's very own jacoby shaddix so i next time i talk to him or if he's listening right now or if it gets back to him uh because i was going to text him this i want to know if that song is has anything to do with one more light by lincoln park because if you if you if you listen to the lyrics there's kind of a crossover a little bit mm-hmm. between the two. And if that's the case, th- th- I love that, the, you know, Da Vinci Code stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're putting it all together. So. Trying to figure out. Yeah, try to figure like, You know, you hear, you know, you're always influenced by somebody. And I, I know they, they were friends and they knew each other and they played together, similar type of music and so on and so forth. So that was the new Linkin Park uh, Friendly Fire. We'll have, uh, we just talked to Brett Michaels, be in town Friday, the venue Thunder Valley. Well, more tickets to give out uh, when we do a game of tones here at the in the nine o'clock hour. We'll do the uh, Pearl Jam tickets here coming up at uh, in about thirty minutes for for three degrees. You know, I was going to bring up uh, you know like with Poison and, and you know, maybe even Link. I'm trying to think Lincoln Park because Lincoln Park's on the list of some of my you know one of my favorite bands. But like that, you remember that first time you heard a band? Isn't it always the 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 memories that you have the first time you heard a band? Usually that band becomes one of your favorite bands and or artist. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. when you get to see them in person. Cause no, you, no, 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 no. When you just remember the first time you heard it. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, not okay, necessarily like in person. Wherever you heard it. Whether it's on the radio or, 
somebody, especially I think if somebody introduces you to music. Mm, yeah. For, for me, it's uh, the one thing I always go back to is anytime I hear uh, STP, Stone Temple Pilots. When I was, uh, real quickly, when I was a kid, my mom bought me my first CD player. She went into a record store and said, what would a teenage boy want to listen to? They gave me Dookie and uh, Purple, the second album for Stone Temple Pilots. I listened to Dookie. If you could have burned the edges off of it in a CD player, I could have melted that CD. Could not connect with the Stone Temple Pilots at all. Until the first time I was working at Taco John's and Isaac, the manager's brother, got me stoned. So it was, this, it was, that's kind of like the movie Swingers for me. The first time I watched it, didn't get it. Second uh-huh. time I watched it when I was high, uh-huh. loved it. I could watch that movie over and over again. Came home movie stoned. Like couldn't barely even say words, not even things that were funny. Just that high. I sat down, I opened a drawer I hadn't opened in years and right on top was Stone Temple Pilots. I popped it in and I'm like, you know what? Maybe, maybe we really are all flies in the Vaseline, man. Okay. So good example. So that's what I'm talking about. Is it so much the music that you fall in love with, the band and or artist, or is it the, 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 the reason, like the story, when you listen to it? Like for Poison, I bring this up, sixth grade, Naples, Florida, just got a new group of friends. They were the cool kids. They all stayed over the house because that's what you would do, right? If you want to get in, you bring them over to the house to do a sleepover. And I'm in the other room. They're in my bedroom. My boombox, they're playing Look What the Cat Dragged In on cassette. <laughs> I hear it from the other room. I walk in. And for some reason, everybody's in their tidy whities dancing around. So I strip down to my tidy whities and dance around. Daniel, Brian, John, rest in peace. You know, they're all lad. Everybody's in there. And and we're and I don't even know what I'm singing. I don't even know what I'm listening to. You know, and if you remember, look with the cat dragged in the album cover. It looks like four chicks. And so I had no idea who Poison was. But ever since that day, I was a fan. And then later, years later... I go and I see him in concert, last seat in the in the venue, watching them slaughter opening up for it. But out, you know, I'm 48 now. That happened when I was in sixth grade, whatever age I was then. Was it the story or was it the music? You know, all of I think it, I think. it was the story for sure. It was the story and for sure. It was the story, and then you fall in love with the music. It, exactly, and then you go back and wonder why was I in the sixth grade jumping around with just underwear on with boys. Well, I think it would be different if I were in the twelfth uh, grade jumping around. Well, yeah, when underwear uh, was, sixth was, grade was, is still too old too. No, if I were no, in the twelfth grade it. jumping around in my mm. underwear with the sixth graders, I think that oh, would be yeah, odd. yes, yes, <laughs> that would a, be that would be a little bit weird, yeah. you know, if I did that. So, anyway, it's always you know that's those that's the good stuff. That's why I like poison so much. Maybe because mm-hmm. and maybe Friday night I'll, I'll get back in my underwear. Who knows? You should. God, I hope so. <laughs> the, the video, the video, some of the comments that I'm seeing, you know, it's, a, it's the video I can't watch. I, I, it's literally, you know, this happened in 2007 when I went up with with Brett and, and Poison and sang with them and did the whole thing. And, you know, and, and like, dude, why not? I'm a fan. Like, I'm total mark for the band. I'm not I'm not bragging because of being on the radio or anything. I'm just a mark. I'm a fan. He actually brings <laughs> people from the audience up. So I was just, you know, part of the crew from the audience as a fan that he brought up, even though I know him, right? Uh, but it's embarrassing. It's But but Nelson, people are back in your play, and they're saying, hey, look, you know, you're just having a good time. You're, you're right. You're, and it's embarrassing to you looking back on yourself. You know what I mean? Anytime you look e- at old stuff, it's like that, though. Yeah, and it's easy for your buddies to rib you over it. But I'm telling you, it's, for me... It's a subtle one, but you got to watch for the just a little head shake as he's hitting a high note. And it's his, you could see him imagining flowing locks behind his head. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, 
This is a music video right now. <laughs> I think it's the tapered jeans. <laughs> I haven't even had time to pay attention to that yet. Oh, I saw them. <laughs> I saw them. But I will say this about tapered jeans, you know, and, and they will come back eventually. They were a lot easier to do a California roll in a tapered jean <laughs> than a boot cut. Oh, absolutely. You know, the fold over and the fold up. Uh-huh. A lot easier when they're tapered. The foil on the Affliction shirt, I think at the well, time was a good touch, but you look back now and it just doesn't right. hold its value. No, like Ed Hardy <laughs> cologne. Right, exactly. And the extremely paleness of the skin and the goofy re- not realizing how overweight I was at the time. <laughs> you know, I can't pull it off like Bubba Ray Dudley does because he's a professional wrestler. You know, and they, and I always, you know, when, when, when I tell the story about that time on stage, Brad Arnold from Three Doors knew none of the Poison songs. And I didn't know that until... Towards the end, he's doing his, you know, talk about being a rock star, right? It's very difficult to have rock star moves. You know, mm-hmm. every every great front man and or woman has a move. And maybe you've never thought about that before, but take some of the best in the business. Mick Jagger, easy, right? It's that chicken walk, you know, that mm-hmm. thing, you know, that does that thing. Everybody, even if they're kind of stoic, uh, like a James Hetfield from Metallica, he still has a move. You know, the, in, in, I wouldn't say James Hetfield's the greatest front, one of the greatest front men. Um, uh, you're mentioning STP, Scott Weiland, great, mm-hmm. great front man. Axl Rose, great front man. But they all, you know, the snake, right? You got the snake from Axl. Brad Arnold from Three Doors, you know, maybe not going down in history as one of the greatest front men, but he's a good front man, and it's a great band. Uh, he does this kind of crouch. You know, he's a good old boy from Tennessee. He puts his... Hat, you know, he's got the he, the way you should wear a ball cap where it's, you know, mm-hmm. an inch above your brow and it's folded tight and he pulls it down and he crouches down and he pulls the mic like you can't see his eyes or anything. So I go in the back. He's by the drum kit. He's by Ricky. I put my arm around him and I bring him up to the front. I'm like, I want a moment. I want my WrestleMania <laughs> moment. I want to be me, Brad Arnold, because this is not Poison Show. This is my show. This is <laughs> right. It's I, very evident. I want me, Brad Arnold, and Brett Michaels to sing together, so I can get it on camera. Because I think my wife at the time was filming uh, from the loge from the upper area. So we get up there, and I grab Brad. His eyes are beet red, uh, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And we get up there, and he's dead miking it the entire time. And I'm going, oh, that's cheating. That's not how you're supposed to do this. Right. I was very, very disappointed in the whole no. thing. All right, so. Next Friday. Well, more tickets, so you can join us. It'll be good. And next week, I believe we've got tickets for the show as well. All right, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you how TikTok has possibly given Stanley a hit and who made a historic moonlight. All right, get you guys two big stories from today here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Second round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 5-3-0. Good air. Go ahead. TikTok has led to a Stanley lawsuit. H3. I got a Stanley! Just weeks after social media helped make the Stanley Quencher Cup the must-have accessory of the season. I want to see if these Stanleys have lead in them for myself. This morning, a wave of TikTokers are testing them for lead. <laughs> 
And those TikTok videos have now led to an actual lawsuit for Stanley Cup. Oh, I get it. It led to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the, really well done. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. The primary allegation is, of course, that the company did not publicly confirm until January of 2024 that lead is used in its manufacturing process. Now, Stanley has responded in a statement to USA Today and said that they are going to vigorously defend themselves in this meritless claim as we did share that there is no lead present on the surface only if the cup is damaged there, there's somebody at stanley's like we've been doing this for a long time i it now just dread that we got popular huh, recently huh. right it was great yeah. when the checks were rolling in thanks 16 17 18 year olds but who's the bitch that ratted us out for the let mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that sucks that really you know because it's 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 only it's in the little capsule thing. Like you're not going to get lead poisoning, but but you called it. You said right? somebody was going to sue. Absolutely, it was only a matter of time. And you know what else I said? Remember when this story first hit? I said somebody's going to come out with a cup, and their advertising, their marketing is going to be lead free. Mm-hmm. And people start blowing up uh, my DMs with this uh, product that Stanley asked, you know, like a watered down version you get at TJ Maxx or something. That their online marketing, it just starts out with lead free. <laughs> and it's this flashing thing. And I was like, I don't blame you. If I were Yeti, who like seems to have fallen behind Stanley in the tumbler race of wars or drink cup of wars or whatever it is, I if I were Yeti, I'd come out and say, Hey, we're lead free. But do, they don't have it in it, do they? I don't think so. I don't think so. They're not the ones so. getting beat up mm. now. All right, second story. A private spaceship went to the moon, H4. Now to the other breaking story. We're following the first U.S. attempt at landing on the moon in more than 50 years. And that attempt has been successful. It's by a private company called Intuitive Machines, and they've sent a spacecraft up that has landed on the moon. When I saw this story, the first thing I thought about when I saw that it was private, like, are they just saying anybody can build a spaceship and go to the moon if you want? I guess so. There are no laws against it. If you can build it, you can go. You can build it, you can go. But NASA is actually, um, NASA, Jesus, is actually a paying custer customer for intuitive machines so they actually pay them 118 million dollars like to carry out this mission and go first because they're actually going to send astronauts up there in 2026 so what i got out of that is general custard from mm-hmm. nassau is getting paid 18 million dollars to moon somebody that's yes. what that's not what i said th- did anybody else hear not that? what i said that's not it. no i you know i i, I, I can imagine you know back in what was 60s when we first landed on the moon mm-hmm. right 60s 68? 69 69 nice. that's right if you remember the newspaper clipping yeah. of jim carrey and dumb and dumber yes we landed on the moon allegedly Alle- allegedly <laughs> right i can understand why that was so exciting but now i just i guess i'm just not a space guy i don't know i just like i was reading an article yesterday about this and how difficult it is to land on the moon and explaining why we haven't been back and the reasons why we haven't been back and stuff i just i don't know i I watched a a netflix documentary that talks about this telescope that they have launched into space that can take photos because of how light travels take photos of how the universe started i don't care about the moon anymore man yeah i want to know just like that's old stuff i want to know past the moon Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. The there moon's old so, school. It's dude. so sixty nine. <laughs> Tell me Gosh. about the tele. There was I, you, know, so you always see the like. There, there's a galaxy out there that eat. This is what the article said. There's a galaxy out there that uh, every day eats a sun. Dude, it, yeah. insane. It, and we're able to see this, mm-hmm. but we just can't hop on a, a, a boat and get to the moon. 
Yeah. It doesn't anybody make much can sense. go to the moon. Anybody anybody can go to the moon, but nobody anybody can see the sun the getting eaten by the galaxies. Insane. You know, insane. All right. Pearl Jam's coming to town. We got more Pearl Jam tickets. Would you like to see uh them? They will be at the Golden One Center. This is gonna happen on the thirteenth of uh May. Another one of my favorite bands. There's a lot of good stuff today, right? Like Poison and New Lincoln Park music mm-hmm. and now we got Pearl Jam. So uh the game is three degrees. I'm looking at I'm looking at the three degrees. You better know a little bit about Pearl Jam today. Hmm. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. All right, especially new Pearl Jam, possibly for answers hmm. and names. My favorite Pearl Jam song and some history. So just about everything, okay. you know. We'll play a piece of audio within that audio. There's three pieces, right? They all connect. The solution is a reference to Pearl Jam. Whether it's a band member, an album, something that happened in their past, something that's currently happening. It's King of the Mountain style. So one up, one down. You get it right, you keep going until we get to the end or as time remains. Uh, And when one falls off, make sure you you get that spot because you could just get one right at the very end of this whole thing and grab the Pearl Jam tickets. I just need you to start lining up. Players, 916-909-0985. 909-0985 if you want to go see Pearl Jam. Got to play three degrees of Pearl Jam. We'll do that here next. All right. Good morning. Thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. Nikki D. There is Nelson. Wearing his best Lee attire. I got to tell you, you know, like, there's Kyle, by the way. Excuse mm-hmm. me. The, uh, the attire that we wear on the live stream, I feel like we should dress up a little bit. Oh, we got to class this place up? Yeah, I think it starts with you, though. To be quite honest with you, I I'm all right on that. I don't. I don't think you put the effort in when you go to work. I put the same effort I've put into every day that I've come there. But, Mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you know what? I am. I'm consistent. consistent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Pearl Jam will be at the uh, Gold. That is true. Pearl, uh, Pearl Jam will be at the Gold One Center on the 13th of May. This is a. This is a huge tour. This is great. You know, Dark Matter, the new album, the new song. Uh, Pearl Jam's a great band, one of my favorite bands. So how the game works, it's called Three Degrees. We've been doing this all week. And uh, we'll play, you know, it's King of the the Mountain style, right? King of the Hill. So I'll take a person, I'll take you, get on the phone, and if you're able to run the room, that's great. Like, get to the very last one or as time remains. But when you lose, you're out and the next person up. So you listening, if you want these Pearl Jam tickets, you're like, it's busy, I can't get through – well, once you hear somebody go away, then call, and you could be there because literally you could just answer one correctly and then get the tickets. 916-909-0985, 916-909-0985. And how it works is you'll hear a piece of audio. There's three clips in that audio piece. We're looking for a Pearl Jam reference. It could be band names or band members' names. It could be albums. It could be something that happened in Pearl Jam history. It's all Pearl Jam related, hence the title. Three degrees to Pearl Jam. Like the game Six Degrees, you know, of Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. it's three degrees to Pearl Jam. I think I've been very, very clear about that. Very, very clear about that. So clear. Nick and Woodland, have I been very, very clear about this? Yes, very clear. Very, no, very, very clear. You got to shake, shake your head. You kind of, very, very clear. Yeah, like you're Bailey on stage with poison, shaking the fake hair you don't have. <laughs> right, that's how, that's how clear you got to be. Shake. <laughs> All right, Nick, uh, you ready for your first one here? <clears throat> yes. All right, here we go, P1.
By the time I finish this sentence, up to a billion billion particles have streamed through your body like ghosts. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, right, Kyle? Uh. There, 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 there cannot be one of these games that Nelson puts together without a science clip in it. Gotta be science. <laughs> All right, three degrees to Pearl Jam. Nick, what is the Pearl Jam reference we're looking for? Dark matter. That a boy. Yeah. yeah. Side note, the more you get correctly and easily, the better Nelson feels. Because uh-huh. if not, I yell at him because I think they're right. going to be too hard. Was it the one about the particles going through your body that gave it away? Uh, no, nah, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Say yes. Right, moving yes. On. It was an unclear connection. He said yes. He's no, a scientist. No difficult <laughs> questions, Scott, please. Uh, all right. Here's your next one, sir. Here's the next one. P2. You don't need to bother. I don't need to breathe. If I study high, take the test high, get high scores. <laughs> right? Right. I got to tell you, Nelson, so far, strong. Real strong. Really good. Yeah. All right, Nick, uh, three degrees to Pearl Jam. What are we looking for there? Pearl Jam. No, 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 no. I got to let you go. I got to let you go. You can call back, though. Remember, one down, one up, 916-909-909. 0985, and Douglas is down. Two-man down. Mike in Roseville, good morning. Hey, good morning, everybody. Yeah, you need the audio again, or do you know the answer? Better, man. You sure you don't want the audio again? Yeah, I'll hear the audio again. That's a good move. Yeah, P2. You don't need to bother. I don't need to breathe. If I study high, take the test high, get high scores. Right? Right. Right. All right. Identify. There's a common theme there. Three degrees. What are we looking for? It makes sense. Master plan. No. 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 No, 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 no. Master plan. Why do you get master plan from that? Uh, Vincent in Stockton. Do you have an answer? Uh, can I hear the audio again? Yeah, sure. Okay, here we go. P2. If I study high, take the test high, get high scores. Right? Right. Right. I gotta tell you, if you know anything about Pearl Jam, the only thing that you could have added in this is maybe a song from Brad, possibly. Mm. Uh, all right, what are we looking for, Vincent? Um, Breeze? No, 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 no. John in Stockton. This could we could just end on two now. John Stockton. John Stockton. John Stockton. Loved, John Stockton loved Stockton. watching you play. All right, you have an answer. Just please don't tell me to play the audio again. Tell me you got an answer. Are we looking for the the name of the song? No, sir. It's Just, three degrees to Pearl Jam. These are references to Pearl Jam. They all make up something that's Pearl Jam related. Follow along, please. What do you Off got? Off he goes. What is it? Off he goes. 
No. Nick in Vacaville. I think Nick's back. What do you got? Stone Gossard. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Your new name is Lord. All right, Nick. Lord. All right. I'm going to call you Lord. I'm going to call you Lord Nick. Love your song, Royals. I'm going to call you Lord Nick from now on. All right. Next one. Are you ready, Lord Nick? I am. All right. Here we go. P3. (laughs) I am. Drop it. So you're the son of a bitch who's been stealing my newspapers. Mr. Strickland. All right. Lord, <laughs> no chance. Yeah, this is impossible. That's a really good one. This is going to be impossible. It, it is good. Just work out what you've heard. Should I give a clue or do you think I should just let it go? Because this might go to the end of the segment. Unless Lord Nick is brilliant. Lord Nick, do you know? I got to know how brilliant Lord Nick is. Let me first hear a guess from Lord. I'm not saying this is your answer. Just where's your head at here, Lord Nick? I I just heard a bunch of random noises. Well, you heard a wind chime. You Mm -hmm. heard a dog barking. You heard a clip from Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. You know that scene Back where the, the principal too. Yeah, the, right, right, right. The scene the, the principal comes outside his front door, and he's got the shotgun, <laughs> and he's standing on something, and you know. If you're willing to throw out a clue, I'll take it. Okay, oh my I God, just did. He just gave you the answer. I, I I did give you a clue, but I will give you another clue. Mm. I mean, what the f is this world? <laughs> I can't give you a bigger clue than that, sir. If you're a Pearl Jam fan, you know this. This is my, well, I don't want to say that. Oh, fair. You have an answer, Lord Nick? I do not. You don't even want to, you don't even want to guess? Wow. I will stay alive. No, but you're on the right track. You're on the right track. Your torch has been blown out. All right, got to go. There's people yelling at the radio wow. right now. I don't know. I think they might be yelling at us. Uh, Dustin and Folsom, do you have an answer? Dustin. No. All right. He's he's signing the answer to us. Unfortunately, Dustin's tongue was lost in a tragic accident on his visit to the Amazon years ago. Rocky and Auburn, do you have an answer? The answer is Yes. Dark matter. No, it's already we've already dark done matter. We've already done dark matter. He's bounced. Yes, we yeah, was the first, was the first one. one. <laughs> Follow that along. Gonna... All right. Oh, I got God. like three down. Yeah. I need three up. 916-909-0985. Somebody's got to get this next one. I mean, we've got plenty of time here, but, you know. I told you today's was going to be hard. I didn't think this one was going to be that difficult. This I didn't really think this now. one was. I mean, the wind chimes? Yeah, I mean, you have to just be a kind of a mediocre Pearl Jam fan to know this, actually. And I think you also have to, like, really understand the game. Like, understand what's happening with the game. Well, I've explained right. it 18 like, times. Oh, no, I know. I th- that's not a you thing. Okay. Well, Nick, you got an answer for us? A lot of Nicks today. Lord Nick? No, this is a different Nick. Different Nick. This is regular Nick. Thank you. You, you, you. you can take over the title of Lord Nick if you get this. Uh, Mookie Blaylock. No. Actually, you know what? 
I didn't even think about that. None of the answers will be Mookie Blaylock, but that was the original name of Pearl Jam. Yeah. And I didn't oh, even yeah. think about doing that. I should give you the uh, – you yeah. should win anyway. That's but, a real fan. Why yeah, would you even do it? Yeah, I, don't, I don't have tickets though for you. I only like got some Mookie Blaylock highlights. But you got to call back, Nick. Call us back. Right. Uh, Jay in Sacramento, you got an answer. Three degrees to Pearl Jam. Stone Gossard. No. Oh, my God. Are you guys listening? We've already done Stone Gossard. Come on, guys. Maybe he was listening on the app. Is there a delay on the app? Yeah, maybe oh, I the, feel terrible. Maybe the app is playing yesterday's version. <laughs> is this Lord Nick again? Or is this a different? This is Lord Nick again. All right, Lord Nick, give me an answer. Is it future days? No. Oh, my God. It's not. Okay, I can't cut. okay, but back to the future. I get what he's going for there. Future days. Yeah. 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 So it was a good guess. He'll call back. Yeah, hang up. Uh, Troy. In Elk Grove. Good morning. Troy? Future days? No, that, that answer actually was... Well, here, I'll give you a second chance. That answer... Okay. Oh, he, he says no. Kayla in Sacramento. Good morning. Come on, Kayla. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Okay, She's do you want to hear the... We got to play the audio vibe. again because it's been too long. Let's play the audio again for you. Here we go. P3. <laughs> Can't be. Drop it. So you're the son of a bitch who's been stealing my newspapers. Mr. Strickland. All right. Three degrees to Pearl Jam. They all reference a Pearl Jam term, band member, name of song, something that happened in the history of Pearl Jam, something Pearl Jam related. I'm telling you right now, because of time, whoever gets this one will win the tickets. I think she's got it. Dang. For Pearl. I know. I'm sorry, Nelson. Why does it be so hard? I guess. It's hard. Kayla, give me the correct answer. Okay, so I'm going based off the clue that you gave earlier about the Back to the Future scene. Um, I'm guessing. I'm gonna say because I'm gonna say it in the way that's not gonna get me in trouble on the radio. Uh, I'm gonna get. I'm no. gonna guess poop. Oh no! No. no. Ah! But what you movie got the. Are you, you thinking of? I, I don't know what you're talking about, but at least like your first syllable. Sounded like you were on the right track, so you got to call us back. What's interesting about that is I think the scene she's trying to come up with is like a Happy Gilmore scene, not Happy, or what's the other one? Billy Madison Billy scene. Billy Madison. And that also takes place in the same place as the Back to the Future clip. Charlene in Sacramento, you putting this to bed or what? Is it Threshold? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Threshold's good, though. That's good. That's good. I hope you have a really long drum roll, Kyle. Uh, Je- <laughs> Jennifer, you got an answer. Three degrees to Pearl Jam for the tickets. This is the last one. Is it Versus? No. Oh, my God. It's not. It's not. Vincent and Stockton, come on. There's no way. Oh, man. Is it Porch? Yeah! Oh, my God, yeah! What the f- is this world? Bring it to you. The voice one last time. It's my favorite. It's my favorite Pearl. That's why I said that before. I said my favorite Pearl Jam song. Yeah. So you have the wind chimes from a- that was tricky. I gotta tell you, when Nelson and I were going through these, I was like, you 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 gotta get porch in there. He's like, I don't know how to do porch. How do you do porch without literally saying the word porch? I said, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> 
It's a wind chime, dog mm-hmm. barking. At the door. Yeah. At, at the door. The door. Yeah. And then uh, Principal, whatever his name is. Strickland. Strickland. On his- on his porch, uh-huh. when he goes back and the neighborhood's gone to crap and he comes out with a shotgun <laughs> and Marty's trying to get into the house and he's sitting on the porch to yeah. do that, you know, mm-hmm. off the 10 album. All right. Look at you, Vincent. Did you know it or did somebody tell you? No, I, I figured it out, man. And then when that guy said, nope, you said, you're almost there. You got the syllables. It's got to be it. Look at that. You're a brilliant man, my friend. That means you're mm-hmm. going to see Pearl Jam on the 13th of May at the Golden One Center. That is so amazing. I'm a huge fan forever. Oh, good. I never had the opportunity. Oh, well, so great. grateful for the opportunity. Thank you guys so much. Oh, my God. You just made my weekend. Wow, yeah. I like people that appreciate that kind of stuff. All right. Have you ever seen him before, Vince? No, I've never had the opportunity, but oh, I'm a huge sure. fan. This is the, the best Friday ever. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ever? Wow. It was, like, so worth, like, five minutes of trying to get porch for this guy yeah. to, to win the tickets. It really. Yeah, and it was really bad when I called the first time. And missed it. I, luckily, I got through for a second, a second guess. That's why you keep calling. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why you just got to keep calling. All right, well, you're now Lord Vincent, okay? Mm-hmm. That's your new uh, name. Thank you so much. Yeah, anytime you call this radio program, you just call and say it's Lord Vincent, okay? And I'll put you right through to me, okay? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on. Don't go anywhere. Thank you very much. Doesn't that make you feel good? Mm-hmm. That's so excited. I don't know about a boner, but, you know. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> no, we bounced him off. Oh, we bounced oh. him. He's gone. Right, we have different... Yeah, no, clearly. I will stop playing that then. Because- Your vision of my sound effects are totally different than our vision of our sound effects. I thought I was over here just having a great time. I was like, I don't know where the boner is. Oh, they got it wrong. She's popping a boner everywhere. Yeah. All right, there we go. Um, so, all right, we're done with the Pearl Jam tickets. More Brett Michaels tickets, Game of Tones, here in about 30 minutes. We'll have uh, more Brett Michaels tickets next week, too, all next week, leading up to the show on Friday night. So as I continue to work out different ways to deal with my stress so I don't die. Mm-hmm. By the way, I got am I supposed to report like possible death to HR? I don't think so. I don't think you have no. to report anything like They have a whole little cleanup crew. Cuz everybody's really kind of sticky around here if they're sick and stuff. I don't care. Oh, I'll tell right. everybody. But I think my last employer they um like if you had a medical thing, you're supposed to like give them a heads up. What are they going to do? Fire you? Um, yes. Well, and that's exactly why you don't tell them. Well, no, I mean, no, I know, but if you die without telling them, like, wow, Bailey was under stress and almost had a heart mm. attack, he didn't tell us. So they come and give my eulogy and they fire me there. <laughs> HR's there. I promise you, that'll happen way before that. I guarantee that. <laughs> I got a clock. I got a counter right now. I'm telling you. Uh, anyway, so I'm trying to figure out different de-stressors. Right, poker is one of them. I got to. I got to do these breathing exercises. I got to figure that out this weekend. But I was reading this article. Uh, about Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden. Six, 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 the number of the beast, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's something that he does that I've done once before when I was in New Orleans by accident and drunk. And I got to tell you, I didn't realize how much of a de-stressor and relaxing it is until I read this article of what Bruce Dickinson does. But... It could be perceived as very disrespectful and extremely weird, but maybe you do it. I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. Hang on. Quick recap. The other week, go to the doctor. Doctor does tests on me, says I'm one stressor away from a heart attack. Mm. Can't do it any quicker than that, right? Right. Not right. a matter of if, but when. 
So he says, uh, figure it out, kid. You know, sends me to a website, tells me about this guy that breathes well. I got to go see about him. <laughs> and uh, a couple other little things here and there. And he says, you know, I don't know what you're doing a day to day, but you got to figure this stuff out. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, so I'm like thinking about it. You know, if I get back to a love that, you know, I, I stopped doing for a while. I was playing Hold'em, you know, poker. And I started doing that again, you know, thanks to actually Abe Cannon, our afternoon guy. Because, you know, he calls me one day and he says, or he texts me, he's like, hey, you want to go play poker? I was like, yeah. You know, next thing you know, I'm in the poker room for 15 hours, 12 hours, you know. Multiple days. Multiple days, yeah. Right. You know, with my wife's blessing, too. You know, she gets her California real estate license and uh, she's like, no, 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 it's all good. Anyway, so you got to add more stuff to it. So, you know, in our house in Roseville, they, you know, one great thing that I love live, that I love about living in California is there's so much green space. I like the outdoors, you know, that's why all this rain kind of sucks. But when it's beautiful, like yesterday, and I think even today, you know, I like to go outside and I like the green space that the, the, the counties, the cities have, you know, said, hey, no building here. You know, we're going to we're going to put trees up and you got walking space in here and this and that. So last couple of days, we've been going out for walks, you know, like four or five mile walks. And it's nice. And it's yeah. a it's a de-stressor. It is a very calming thing when you're just taking a stroll, nothing too much going on, and there is great scenery. I used to like the one over by the Airbnb when we walked. Right, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. You know, when I was in high school, I grew up in a in a beach town in Florida called Sarasota, Florida. It's beautiful. And, you know, I, I didn't really understand what any of this stuff was at that age. But, you know, when I would be going through a thing or a breakup or something like that, I'd grab a six pack of corona and I'd head to this special spot on the beach on the golf and just chill out. And it was just relaxing. So you kind of, you know, like 16, 17 years old, you got kind of a vibe for that. But anyway, my point is, is I got to continue to, to, to do these different things and find Mm -hmm. these different de-stressors. So I was reading this article about Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden, love Iron Maiden. I believe they're going to be at Aftershock, uh, this upcoming Aftershock. And so he, uh, he's got his like a solo album that that comes out here on the 1st of March and he was doing an interview with somebody and he was talking about, you know, you're, when you're creative, where do you go and what do you do? And like, where, where do you get your creative thoughts and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> and one of the things he talks about, he's like, you know, I, got, I just put myself in, in a situation where I can block out the world where I'm not going to get bothered by anything. There's nothing that's going to happen. And one of the things he does is he walks around. He walked around a graveyard and, you know, now. I don't. I'm. A, I'm taking it for face value that he actually did that. He strikes me as a guy. I mean, flies his own plane. So I figured, you know, he probably did walk around a graveyard. <laughs> it's not that odd. Now, the title's second single is called "Rain on the Graves." So I don't know if it's just setting up for the release of the single or what. <laughs> you know, because that that kind of makes a lot of sense. But I've I, I I forgot about this. New Orleans is known for its graveyards. Yes. Maus- ma- what, mausoleums? Mausoleums, uh, and yeah, and above, because well, everything's above ground. Correct, because how low it is. Because the water table. The sea level, right? So the sea level. And I got lost one night. Probably had a little bit to do with the state I was in, but I got lost on a ghost tour one Louisiana. time. Louisiana? Yeah. I got lost. I was on a, we were on a ghost tour, and I got lost. <laughs> and... And I start walking around the graveyard by myself. Oh, and why? Because I got lost. Sounds I was, awful. I was trying to find my way. Were you out. drunk, or I mean, how, did you stop to look at something and everybody kept walking? How did you get lost? Great question. Uh, I don't remember. I just know I got mm-hmm. lost. Okay. And and it was a very large. You ever been there? 
No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know I mean, where I you were. <laughs> I was in Louisiana, New Orleans. Okay. Right. Yeah. There there was there was there was there's this big graveyard. And but you're walking and you kinda you know, you poke in and you go to the next one and you walk around and stuff and you know, they explain all the different people and how Nick Cage has already bought his mausoleum and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but there was one I remember I got lost and I just start walking around and you would think and this is you know, it's pitch black. Right. And yes, I was drunk. And you, <laughs> that makes a little more sense. And and you would think that it would be creepy and scary, but this article kind of gave me this flashback of that night, mm-hmm. and it was so relaxing. No way. I it's I know it Walking sounds around a graveyard. Kid you not. Swear to God. I'm just, I bet. Not, in the dark. Not bit. It's it was so relaxing. You want to know what I did next? You're, you went to sleep. If, it, no, I didn't go to sleep. <laughs> but I I sat down and put my back against the headstone. And, and just talked to one of the dead people there. No, I didn't talk to anybody. I just sat there and I, I, I just thought. He's dead by. Oh, Why'd you think? What were you thinking about? How to get out? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, seriously. I was like, I, I just walked around so much I couldn't figure out how to get out of the graveyard. <laughs> and it was late, and I lost my crew. And I and I was tired. It was hot. And there I, were no cell phones back then. No, I didn't have a cell phone on. Okay. And it was it was drinking. And, well, they had cell phones. I don't think I had mine on me, but. And I just sat down, but I remember the story you gave me that flashback of how relaxing it was. So, I guess I got to find some graveyards. Mm-hmm. I have mm. not seen many around here, just like I haven't seen any churches. So I don't know if y'all just don't believe in God and dying or what, but I haven't seen many churches. And I haven't seen many graveyards. I have I not seen die. many graveyards. You are right about that. And I, I don't know what made me think about that the other day. Oh, because the the soldier from Jordan that was killed from my hometown and I was watching all of the funeral stuff on Facebook and it made me think I haven't seen a funeral procession here since I've been here and I haven't seen a graveyard right I have not either I've seen neither mm-hmm. thing the the the, the funeral like the lights and the cars right yeah, the people not- coming to go bury whoever pe- I have not seen that since I've been here almost a year I think maybe we moved to you know the miracle of, of life nobody know. dies here <laughs> mm-hmm. unless anybody that dies in Sacramento gets buried somewhere else right I have no Great idea question so anyway I mean if you all somebody wants to join me I mean but how did you get out you can't just leave us hanging well obviously I got out here. I mean, but uh, how? how? Oh, I found the exit, and I found my crew. Okay. I mean, <laughs> well, a ghost guided him yeah. to the exit. <laughs> like, he just leaves us hanging. Yeah. It's well, like, I just it's thought like that was as if they took uh, the first Indiana Jones movie, and as soon as the ball starts rolling, it just cuts to the credits, and Indiana Jones survived. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did you get out of the ball, dude? Like, the, it was going to crush you. I will tell you, for a long time, I was dying to get out. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I like that. But never <laughs> once did I put my. Did, did I think I was in grave danger? <laughs> Another good one. Another good one. <laughs> good. Yeah. You okay with those? Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay with those? We're going to Kyle for approval now. I think. To, yeah. I think. To. I think. To. To find your crew, you probably could have just yelled. You know, because it was. Dead quiet. Do you know? Ah! <laughs> you can't don't. redo dead. Don't, don't. Did you do dead? I did dead. I said they're dying. They did dead. They're dead. They're dying. Yeah. But by the way, just on a serious note, it's very disrespectful to yell at a grave in a grave area. Sure. Is it? Yeah. I mean, that's rude. I never You're heard You're not that. supposed to walk on the graves either. So I just I keep for- waiting for the punchline. No, no, no punchline. I'm being serious <laughs> now. And just for the record, I backed up to the gravestone on the other side. I did not, I did not right. lay on- where they would be buried. Right. So you sat on the ground and leaned you on the head. on the back of it. The okay. back side of it, because it's way disrespectful. Th- personally, I think it's disrespectful yeah, to walk not. on the graves. It, no one's in there. It doesn't matter. 
Well, I know, but don't tell me they're not watching. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're, they don't care. They're gone doing whatever they do. They're they're waiting to get out and party on Bourbon right. Street. That's what they're, <laughs> <waiting to do. laughs> they're pissed. They're buried. They're trying have, to get out. Have you started your breathing treatments? No, but I did start okay. my research. Exercises, not treatments. Whatever. He's not a seven-year-old. <laughs> He's not going to strap on a nebulizer and have to do his puffer. Here, here's what I'm uh, I'm looking to find. Like we have like a lot of those Roku TVs, yeah, and they have a lot of free apps. So I'm looking to find like a breathing app because in our gym at home, I could just put it on the TV, and my wife has got this special mat that I lay on that's got these certain infrared things that come up and do things to my body. Mm-hmm. So she's got it all set and ready to rock and roll for me. She's just waiting nice. for me to breathe. Right. You know. All you got to do is just breathe. And I want to put on some Duncan Sheik in the background, <laughs> and I want to watch my breathe, and I got to sit there. And I, I don't know. It isn't weird that I like you have to learn how to breathe a certain way. Who told me this the other day? It's uh, Oh, our boss told me this the other day, Aaron. He said that it's 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 really he told me it was like it's really really simple you just have to do like three quick breaths at one time to get your heart called up. I think that's what he said. A lot of time I don't listen to when he talks, but And you're taking he, medical advice from this man. It sounded real. I'm desperate right now, buddy. I'm desperate. I'm talking about grades. I, I hear it. Yeah. I'm trying to think how do you take three like you quick go. breaths? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like that. Nailed it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> if I were you, I'd do that a lot. Your heart is all caught up. God. Next time you're out, next time you go talk to kids, just do that. No. Right. I love that Aaron, off the top of his head, just made up, just take three quick breaths. No, right. dude, he definitely made like, that he's up. like, yeah. Well, yeah, that sounds right. The, the dude looked at me in his little, you know, extra, extra vest, and he looked me straight in the eyes, and he goes. So many vests. So many vests. <laughs> he's invested. He's, he just looks at me, and he, he just goes, no, that's really easy. I mean, it was dead serious. Like, a lot of times, you just look at him and go, not not happening. But that no, one. You guys, aren't, you guys aren't encapsulating how over everything he sounds when he says it to you. It's like, well, you know, he just, just three deep breaths. This was different. He cared. <laughs> I told I, I told my wife this last night about him. I said, no, this one he cared. I, I could tell he cared. Really? Kid you not. I could God, tell I wish you would have recorded that. I would love to see that. What are you kidding? <laughs> I record everything he says. And then he went and told HR you might die. <laughs> maybe true, maybe not true. Uh, all right, third round of headlines. What do you got? I want to tell you where minors may be out of social media and what new food is coming to KFC. All right, get you uh, two big stories from today. Third round of headlines here next. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Mind is blown. We'll get through the headlines, get through Game of Tones. I've got an answer why we don't see a lot of graveyards here. I'm curious to know. It is I absolutely mind blown. And there's like two dudes that are behind it. Oh. Because Rach, my wife, just texts me. They're clients of hers at the uh, Enjoy Health and Aesthetics. It, it, there's a reason behind it. I bet you don't even know. You're a California guy. Yeah, Kyle doesn't even know. I have no idea. All right. Third round of headlines. Thanks to good guys heating and air. 530 good air. Go ahead. Florida says no socials for you kids. H5. There would also be a third party age verification method. These restrictions would not apply to social media platforms where direct messaging is the primary function of the application. The Florida legislature passed a bill just yesterday that would prohibit children under the age of 16 
from using social media. Now, a lot of people are upset about this because they're saying it's messing up their First Amendment rights of free speech. Um, Some of the things that will happen if this bill goes through, some of the penalties, if you're caught using social media under the age of 16, um, you will be fined up to $50,000 per violation. Also, if you are a minor under 16 in the state and your parent reaches out to one of these platforms because they find you have a page and ask you to delete it or take it down, you have five to 10 days to get that social media page completely deleted or you're going to be uh, fined $10,000 per violation for that. And here's Ooh. the here's the screwy hypocrisy of, of politics, right? You know, so whether you're right or left, you know, it's always one side that always says this less government, right? We don't want government. And, and it's both sides. I know that's usually on the right, but the left says it as well. Now, Florida's a very red state, and that's exactly what they're doing. Uh-huh. Is, I mean, that's that's a parent's decision. Absolutely. Whether to let their kid, uh, you know, do that or not. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and like, what, 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 what deems 16 the age that you're social media ready? Yeah, because, and these kids are going to sneak and do it. I told my daughter when she was younger, I didn't want her on social media. The only platform that I let her have was Snapchat so that she could kind of follow along and see what I was doing in my career because she was really young when I started and she couldn't really understand me being gone a lot. So that's the only thing I wanted her to do. But I found out she still had Instagram. She still had Mm -hmm. Facebook. Mm -hmm. As much as I go in to try to police it, she just created another one under some crazy name that it will be hard for me to find. So you're not going to be able to stop these kids from getting on social media. Yeah, well, and on the flip side of that, not that I disagree with, you know, kid probably shouldn't be on social media under 16, but you see these kids that are like 9, 10 years old that are multimillionaires because mm-hmm. they got some YouTube channel where they talk about tying their shoes for hours or playing video <laughs> games and whatnot. It's probably not the healthiest. That's a whole different world that that that, that, that generation is, is a part of online. Absolutely. Totally different world. And who they talk to and what they say and what they do and mm-hmm. how open they are and how they exchange it. But, you know, from a parent's point of view, that gives you an opportunity to get closer to your kid, develop a, a relationship, a bond that they trust you and to give them advice. You know, I, that's the way I always looked at it with my kids. It gave us an opportunity to, right. you know, come together as a team and say, hey, look, we're in this together, but there's a lot of bad people out there. Mm-hmm. If somebody, you know, reaches out to you, just tell me about it and, and let's walk through it. It's not your fault, but let's walk through it. That's together. what I had to do. All right. Second story. KFC wants in on the pizza action. H6. Just an FKFC pizza. Chicken Savannah pizza, but with no crust. That's the commercial that they have out right now. And I thought that sounds so creepy, but kind of cool at the same time. KFC is adding a new menu item next Monday called a cheesa. It's a fried chicken <laughs> with pizza mashed up on top of it. And it's going to cost $9.99. They're going to roll it out on Monday. It's only going to be for a limited time. So if you wonder why all of a sudden you're going to see lines of people at KFC, it's because everybody's going to want to be there first. Are we really going to see lines at KFC? Yeah, for because this? anytime they come out with this new quirky stuff, people go run out to be like the first ones to try and try it. Is it pronounced cheesa? Yeah. Because that to me uh, is just a cheese pizza. Cheesa. Yeah. I feel like they should have called it a like a chizza. 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 Yeah. yeah. It so, might be pronounced chizza. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. Is there chicken? Is chicken on it? It's chicken. Yeah, it's chicken. KFC chicken. Because it's not chicken on top of pizza. It's yeah. pizza on top of chicken. What? I don't know if that's delicious. I don't know if it's delicious either. Catch me in line. I'm again. trying one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Most yeah. people do that. All right. Well, Kyle, you want to I'm door dashing a chizza to the station right now. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, people, it doesn't come out till Monday. Yeah, see, ah, see here's Monday. The, that's Monday. the other thing is you don't have to wait in line for stuff anymore. You just DoorDash it. Yeah, right? you can. Right? Yeah. All right, Brett Michaels, more tickets. Venue, Thunder Valley, week from today. We had Brett on earlier if you missed the conversation. You're a fan, you want to listen to it. The Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. We'll post it separately than the podcast. Uh, we'll do a round of Game of Tones. We'll bring in our friend Gina from down the hall to be our third player. Uh, the category this week, Nelson? Leap year. Leap year. That's right. we got an mm-hmm. extra day in February. Leap year. All right. So you can either take me, Bailey, there, Nikki D, or our friend Gina. Noises, sounds, tones, if you will. Whoever gets the most obviously wins for the player on the phone. 916-909-0985-916-909-0985. Do Game of Tones. Who next? Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Oh, 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 I know that sound. Hear ye, hear ye. Dost thou knowest thy sounds? Then venture forth to engage in a spirited competition of Game of Toes. Hey, welcome back. You got Brett Michaels tickets. We had him on earlier. If you want to revisit or hear for the first time the conversation that I had with uh, Mr. Brady Brett, then you can on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. We will post it separately so you don't have to scroll through the whole podcast uh, we'll also get it up there on our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. All right. So he's going to be in town for his party gras tour a week from today at the venue Thunder Valley. He'll have uh, Mark McGrath with him. He'll have uh, Steve Ajiri with him from Journey, Lita Ford. And those tickets up for grabs. So play Game of Tones where Nelson's got some noises, sounds, tones, if you will. Uh, we'll buzz in. If you get it right, you get a point and uh, two points for a song if you have the title of the song and the artist. The category this week, Nelson, is Leap Year. Leap Year. This might be the toughest one, and we'd like to welcome to the show our friend Gina from down the hall. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! You you picked a hell of a week. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently. I think think once you start hearing these tones, it'll become apparent that you're overthinking this. All right. You, do, you, do you remember how to play this, Gina? Yes, I do. Okay. You have a buzz-in sound? Or I'm going to do y'all. Y'all. Oh, that a girl. Mm-hmm. A girl from the South Kekalaka. <laughs> y'all. Y'all. He's got to scream. Don't pronounce it. Yeah, y'all. You got to get in quick. And Nikki D. Faith. And I got a woo. All right, let me get some players here. Laura, who you want playing for you? Hi, you. You, I, me. All right, I got you. Hold on. And John, you want Nikki D from what it reads, correct? Good talk. All right. And Troy, you got Gina, okay? Go Gina. Go, Go Gina. Gina. All right. <laughs> we are ready to rock and roll, Nelson, please. All right, sure. Just tell me who this senator elected in 2004. No, it's not going to be. I was about to say, what? I'm like, am I on high school Yo! again? Strom <laughs> uh, Thurmond. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. That's funny. How about then G1? Could time travel within his own lifetime. Dr. Sam Beckett stepped into Whoa. Quantum Leap. Bailey. Quantum Leap. And that would be Quantum Leap. Dang, I heard it at the last second. <laughs> that was one of my favorite shows. They brought it back, too. I haven't watched the... Yeah, but it can't be as good, can it? S- uh, Scott Bakula, right? Right. Yeah. How about, then, this tone, G2? See, the thing is, you guys look at me... Faith. The- Nikki D. Wow. That is White Man Can't Jump. That is White Man Can't <laughs> Jump. Ah, you get it, Gina? Like leap. Yeah. leap. Oh, leap. my gosh. Leap, jump. jump. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Follow along. Yeah, I, oh, I got it. I got, on, it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Go on, kid. Go on, kid. <laughs> An opportunity to score two points with this one. G3. Faith. 
That would wow. be Nikki D. That's Alicia Keys. And? Fallen. Fallen. And wow. that is absolutely correct. Fallen, not falling. Yeah, it was really, really well done by Nikki D. Leap, Thank you. Leap, fallen. Okay, yeah. I got it. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. What goes up must come down. Mm-hmm. Uh, gravity. Got it, eyes. Mm-hmm. How about oh. this tone? G4. <laughs> Special Forces zip line. These guys are pros. These guys are pros. <laughs> I love that you know this, Kyle. Why is music? Woo! Yeah. Bailey. You're not looking for the song, right? But, nope, sure not. I'm looking for the movie. Varsity Blues. That's incorrect. Hey. Nikki D. Dumb and Dumber. That's incorrect. Y'all. 21 Jump Street? It's not in 21 Jump Street. Oh, again. No. Again. Uh, which one was that? G3. Four? That, four? Yeah, four. That, that would be uh, yeah. G4. You're not going to get it. Is it a movie? Yeah, I, I know who movie. the actor I feel like I know who the actor is in it. It's a movie. In fact, it's Jason Statham and The Rock. And you, I, come on, you can't that give is, clues. Uh, yeah. That is not correct. Mm. It's not Jason Statham? It is not no, Jason Statham. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. It's uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I agree with Nikki. You can't, can't say that. that. You can't say that and be I wrong. I was going to buzz all of you guys. <laughs> I was like, I was going to guess The Rock. Can I get like a point five for that? <laughs> Half a point for Gina. Congratulations. What is it? What's the answer? All right, come on. The, the other guys. Ugh. The other one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, Will Ferrell, Mark. Samuel L. G- yeah, they yeah. jump off the roof like they're superheroes. Okay. It wasn't die. even an awning. Gotcha. Yeah, I know. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right. Give me G five. Woo! That'd be Bailey. Landing uh, moon landing. And that is the moon landing. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Thought it was a movie. It's also How about. A lot of people think it's a movie (laughs) Right (laughs) How about another opportunity For two points with G6 And that would be Bailey I think it's Bailey by a hair That is Van Halen and Jump And that would be correct for two points I just think he's louder I don't think it was him Mm. Okay. I hear you Irish. You contest that I am English so sometimes Mm. Let's go Like that. G7 Faith. That'd be Nikki D. A basketball game. That's a basketball game. A lot of jumping oh going gosh. on in a basketball game. What are those sneakers sounds. going? <laughs> wow. Those sneakers. <laughs> How about this tone, G8? Faith. No. Faith. And that would be Nikki D. That was Mario Brothers. I watched the whoa. faces. Woo, 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 woo. What? She, uh, no. Super Mario Brothers. No, no you're wrong, though, because you're, you, you're right. He is, Super Mario Brothers. Somebody's uh, got to buzz in. Yo. I did. Oh. Woo. No. Yo. You did not buzz in after she gave the wrong answer. Super Mario Brothers. Wow. go to Gina. Yes. yes. All right. Next week, I'm hiring a referee in the studio. Did this happen the last time I was here? There was so much debate. I'm looking for a middle school referee. I will hire you for the segment. Nikki, will... track one down at the fourth grade school. Yes, find uh, me right. a referee Have to come plenty. in here. Jesus, go ahead. Give me an, uh, another opportunity here for two points with G9. Faith. And that would be Bailey. Oh, come on. Oh, no, go ahead, please. This is Jumper. Oh, shit. My third eye blind. Wow. I wish you was the back from that man. I wasn't serious. Sure feels like you were serious. You were at the one and you handed the other team the ball. Thank you. That wasn't even me that said that. That was Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. 
And that puts her in the lead with six. Bailey in with four points. Gina with one point. Whatever. Let's go. One and a half points for Gina. Let's go. <laughs> Whatever he says. <laughs> Give me G10, Kyle. Don't you, Johnny? The ex-presidents. Boo! Bailey. That Five, is... Four. Point break. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> I had an existential crisis <laughs> midway oh, through that answer. He almost popped a blood vessel. <laughs> this game not good for the de-stressor, by the way. If you want, if you got are waiting for the heart attack, it's going to be on a Friday when we play this stupid game. Game of breathing exercises. How about this breathing tone, G11? Faith. Oh. That'd be Nikki D. That is jump around. One point to Nikki D by who, Nikki D? House of Pain. And that is two points to Nikki Third D. Third one. Jump up and up to Nikki D. Green Day. I just think of the. How about this tone, G12? Look at that chart, Potts. Yeah. How could you accept the challenge? It wasn't me, it was you. I know, I know. <laughs> Whoa. Bailey. Something old. That <laughs> is something old, but that's not the answer we're looking for. That would be the Fonz jumping oh, the, the shark in Happy Days. Oh, oh why didn't you play the Happy Days theme music? I would have known that. Monday, because Tuesday, I played the shark day. jumping scene. Happy yeah, day. that was good. That's on us, by the way. That's he on said Potsy at the beginning, too. That's why I forgot you key in. I, I couldn't hear it. That's oh. on us. That was good. That was Fair. strong. Strong. Fair. How about G13? In Ireland, a woman can propose to a man. Oh, y'all. And that'd be Gina. Leap Year. Leap Year's the name of that movie for sure. Strong with the, with the category oh, being Leap Year. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Give me a romance movie. I got it. <laughs> How about then this tone, G14? Faith. Yep. Nikki D. That's a jump rope. That's jumping rope. That oh sure. How do we know it wasn't that double dutch though? Unbelievable. <laughs> you, know, you know what I was thinking when I heard that? I'm thinking, what, you know that thing that you like with your hand and you kind of do the wrist thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was in my head. I'm going, what is that called? <laughs> Overthinking it. Yeah, like, same. <laughs> Nikki D dominating this game. Leap here, the addition. Nine points. Bailey in second with five. Gina bringing up the rear with two points. All right, plenty of time. Plenty of time. How about then? This tone, G15 for two points. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give a f if I cut my arm bleeding. Do you even care if I die bleeding? Would it be wrong? He knows it. Whoa! Bailey? I mean, it's Lincoln. I want, a, or, I know, I want the artist and title of the song. It's Papa Roach. That's incorrect. What are you? Whoa! Bailey. Last resort. And that would be one point to Bailey. Last resort by Well, well the title. Yeah, <laughs> by this artist. By what is the name of this artist? The Dan Band. That's incorrect. <laughs> Pull it. None of you are gonna get it if he doesn't know it. A recent cover done by Falling in Reverse. Oh, that's wow. right. They did do a recent yeah. cover. Sure did. They right. did it last summer. Yeah, it's good too. Yeah. Yeah. They sound great. Sounds one point amazing. to Bailey on that one. That's bringing him within Striking distance, but still three points out. All right. Give me this tone, G16. Have you ever heard the expression, the customer is always right? Yeah. Yeah, well, here I am, the customer. That's not our policy. 
you have to order something from the lunch menu. I don't want lunch. I want breakfast. Yeah, oh. oh my gosh, Whoa. no. Bailey. Will you give it to me if you say Michael Douglas? I, I know. Give no. it to me Michael I Douglas. Know. I can't think of that. I know it. I can see it. Yeah. He's got his little tie on. Yeah. And he's Customers falling like down. Falling down. Mm. Falling down. Ah. Yes, mm-hmm. How about this tone? G17. Whoa. Bailey. Dukes of Hazard. That would be the Dukes of Hazard. Oh. Oh. General Lee about to jump. Oh, because the General Lee jumps. Got it. How about this? An opportunity for two, Leap. Two, two points at G18. Faith. Nikki D. That's crisscross. And? Jump. And that would be two points to Nikki wow. D. Mm. Two points the to Nikki D. Lots of kids that were stuff back. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. kids. Yeah. yeah, they were crisscross. money off this ability. How about this tone, G19? Hang on, 19, here we go. Switzerland's Simon Aman made barely any impression at the 1998 Olympic... Whoa. That'd be Bailey. Wimbledon. That's incorrect. Hey. Nikki D. Ski jumping. That's a ski jump oh. from the Olympics. It's <laughs> an Olympics. And I thought, what's an Olympics? Ski jumping. That's an Olympics. I swear ski she has down. This is crazy. I didn't even hear Olympics. We're going to be playing Alicia Keys here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got two minutes. Two minutes. Uh, this tone for two points, G20. What? Yo. Bailey. Uh, that is Elvis Presley. That'd be Elvis Presley. One point and, and four. Fools rush in. And that's incorrect. Hey, oh, y'all. Nikki D. Falling in love. No. That's incorrect. Y'all and can't Gina. help falling in love. And she getting one more point. Come with on, can't Gina. Help falling Let's in go. love. Would you accept it? You be 40. Uh, I would not because that was the Elvis version. Okay. So, no, I would not be able to do that for you. Hmm. How about G21? This conversation's old. This conversation's not Y'all. old. Y'all. That'd be Gina. Avengers? That's incorrect. Faith. Nikki D. Snakes on a plane. And that's incorrect. <laughs> I need to hear it. This conversation's not over. Do you answer my question? Y'all. That'd be Gina. Captain America Winter That's Soldier? correct. No. Whoa. Bailey. Pulp Fiction. It's not oh, Pulp Fiction. No. Are we just naming Samuel hey. Jackson? Yes, yeah, at this point, yes. Nikki D. Men in Black. In Black. It's the other guys. He's not even in that. <laughs> it's a movie Do you think called... they all look the same, don't that's an, you? That's, an other, that, that's another guy. No, I heard the other thing. <laughs> uh, what is it? The movie's called Jumper. Oh. Jumper with Hayden Christensen and Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. Take uh, a teleport. Missed that one. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was Sebastian Stan in the how background. About two, <laughs> how about two points in G22? Faith. Yeah. That would be Gina by a hair. Oh. Destiny's Child. And that's one point? Uh, Five. Faith. Oh, Faith. Jump. Jumping. Is that your final answer? That's incorrect. Faith. Nikki D. Is jumping, jumping. Oh, one point one over more. there, jumping, <laughs> and jumping. And the club is jumping, jumping. And at that point, there's not going to be a way to come back. You know, so the only problem is is uh, Nikki's player dropped off. <laughs> oh, what? She's well, dominating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, is the alternate still there? Uh, I told no. them if the person dropped off, they no, win. No, no alternate. Well, no alternate is there. Wow. So uh, here's what I'm going to do. All right, mm-hmm. to make it fair. Okay, I'm going to do... Actually, yeah, here's what I'm going to do. This will be fair. 
I have a final tone that you, the two of you could go against. No, no, I already won. We just got to give it to you. You won. You people. get the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. relax. Nikki, for Nikki sure. gets a dub for sure. Yeah, he's dub. just trying to figure out who's going to win the tickets. Oh, you mean like y'all yeah. persons go ahead and mm. hit? Well, how's that no. going to? Uh, relax. Okay, I got to figure it out. Okay, so mm. here we go. Gina, right or left hand? I've got both the names for Wait, my player my left and your or player. Your left. That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> My, point maybe my, point my writer your my my yeah my just, right i will point yeah just point <laughs> um it's not difficult just okay go. Uh, right okay yeah my right your left mm -hmm. so the winner will be laura <laughs> hey that's my sister's name so go laura there you go go laura laura you got the tickets <laughs> Sorry, for Brett, Brett michaels a week from today at the venue okay you're welcome. Look at that. You one, you didn't win, and two, you won by chance. I mean, that's how lucky your day was today. All right. I feel like I lost by chance yesterday. Yeah, I know. All right. Thanks for listening. Hang on the phone. Don't go anywhere. Okay. Thank you. All right, Gina. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for playing. Thank you for mm -hmm. having me. Appreciate it. You did great. Trying. Eh. You did, you I see, got four I, points. Pretty well. I, got, I know. Pretty hey, well. I did improve upon the last time I was yeah. here. That's for sure. I think, I think that's third place guest. Fourth point. Four points. Here's what I need you to do. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, mm. if you could write me down a list of what you like, and then I'll have Nelson <laughs> the next time do the category of what Gina likes. So that uh -huh. would be the category: what Gina likes. Okay. <laughs> and see. Oh my god. And see if we can beat what Gina likes for Game of Tones. Yeah. Oh, that's really good, actually. I mean, See, it's going to yeah. be so much BTS. <laughs> you know, hey, I like a lot of different kinds of music, so that would be pretty fun. It, it, I'm See, sure I will test not the eclecticness. do well at all. You know? <laughs> all right, there you go. I've got an answer from a conversation that we had last hour. Learn something new every day on this program. This is great. Uh, we're talking about Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden. Hold on. Bless you. Bless, bless you. you. Bless you. Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden walking through graveyards. It's where he finds his creativity, his peace. I'm looking for de-stressors. Then we got in talking about how, you know, moving here to Sacramento, being here uh, almost a year today, is that we don't see a lot of churches and we haven't seen a lot of graveyards. My wife texted me and told me why we don't see a lot of graveyards here in Sacramento. There is an answer to hmm. this. And actually, two guys are responsible for it, from what I understand. So I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. Hang on. That was the most dramatic end to a Nirvana song I've ever heard. Uh-huh. Learn how to do this someday. <laughs> I actually kind of enjoyed it. I didn't know whether to talk or not. I was so into the ending of the song. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, I was, I, as the host of the show, I was waiting for what's next. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, so this is really interesting. Uh, I'm a big fan of learning new things. I really am, uh, despite what you hear. So uh, last hour we so were. Stupid. <laughs> what? What do you call me, Penny? You're just so. You're just so stupid. I just love it. Uh, Bruce Dickinson, Iron Maiden, talks. Uh, talk, I read an article about his new uh, solo album and uh, how he, you know, got. He was inspired creatively by walking around graveyards and i forgot that i'd done that before i got lost actually years ago i was in uh, nolens and uh i got lost in a graveyard and i sat there and chilled out for a little bit and it was very relaxing and i just found out that i need to have more de-stressors in my life or i'm gonna have a heart attack you know what's funny about that side note is people think i'm joking when i tell that story it's because of the way you say it well I agree. I, yeah. <laughs> let, let, then help me say it so people take me seriously what are you trying to convey 
Just what he I got lost in a graveyard. No, no, no. That I'm no gonna, about him having a heart attack if oh. he if he gets stressed out about something else. Like I don't want to be all serious and sappy and doom and gloom on you. Uh-huh. I think there's a way to convey that though without making it sound like you're joking. Like it definitely sounds like yeah, I'm gonna have a heart attack. I- I'll say like I'll say like yeah, I'm gonna die. Kyle, what? Stop. Okay. I'm gonna have a heart attack. Perfect. <laughs> all right, there you go. That's Is that great. Good? I'm like wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I had no I, idea. Yeah, right? Tell me more. Anyway, so I'm looking for de-stressors. So I was like, you know what? I forgot about that. I was very stressed relieving walking around the graveyard. So then that turned into the conversation of, you know, about a year. We're almost a year to date. Uh, actually, March 1 will be my anniversary here in Sacramento. And there's a couple, you know, it's a totally different world out here. You know, not for better nor worse, but just a different world. There's a lot of different things on the West Coast and East Coast. Uh, on you know, especially in Georgia and the South, I mean, there is a church on every corner. Like, there's you see more churches than you see Starbucks. It's like on every single corner. Graveyards, same way. They're everywhere. You see them everywhere. That's one thing we don't see a lot of. At least Nikki and I haven't seen a lot of churches. Right? I've never. Well, I don't see a lot of churches, and I have never seen a a, a funeral procession. Yeah, or a graveyard. No graveyard either. Right. Nope. So when we're talking about this, my wife texts me and, you know, she's got a bunch of really interesting and cool clients. You know, we give away stuff from Enjoy Health and Aesthetics. And one of her clients, she says, is the guy that invented these biodegradable boxes. So here, instead of graveyards or having gravestones, I should say, headstones, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. what they do and I don't know if this is across the board or just the majority or what, so maybe somebody can help us out here, but there are these biodegradable boxes and they plant a tree instead of headstones, you know, because everybody's like really green and electric and all that stuff. Mm. So how do you know where your tree is? <laughs> right, especially if somebody plants the same tree next right. to you. <laughs> and, then, and then you go, you're like, well, we got to carve someone's like... The heart with the knife and then right. your, your initials in it. And <laughs> How then somebody, do you identify? Somebody gets okay. after you for hurting the tree. <laughs> right. That's that's a great question. How do you identify your tree? Right. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know. So they just plant the box under the tree and then it all, boom. Yeah, and the guy that invented the boxes, he owns all the graveyards over here. And he's a patient of my wife's. Hmm. We can get him on the really? air. Oh. Yeah, I have questions. Yeah, he and his brother. uh what are, your, what are your questions? Maybe I, I want to know how you <laughs> mark the, the trees. Okay, can't answer. And then, like, where are the areas where these bodies are going in these boxes? Is it just where I see a bunch of trees? Yeah, so the, here's the, uh, by my house in Roseville, you know, I was talking about taking a walk yesterday. And we take, it's all this green space. Love all the green space. But they, there's this, there's these areas, not just one, but there's numerous areas where they have these PVC pipes where they, they have new trees planted. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering now, today, and I walk by this area all the time. I'm wondering, is that like a gravesite? See, I'm going to wonder that all the time when I see a new little tree. Because if you're buying a house, it's kind of creepy. Poltergeist, right? Most people aren't going to buy a house next to a gravesite. But now you're, you don't even know because you're buying, you're like, oh, this house is great with all these trees and this privacy. Mm-hmm. But all those trees represent dead people. Right. Uh, I tree dead people. Yeah. <laughs> tree dead people. That is really yeah. good. That is really, really good. Give her a good one. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> really, we won't. Right. It's Saturday. <laughs> but isn't that fascinating? Yeah, that is wild. And it seems very California. Well, it is, but I mean, like, think about it. You know, say what you want about it. it it's. Uh... 
Yeah, I'm not. It's good for. On it's it. like good for the. I mean, I know it's good for the environment. There, you know what? I don't know how I feel now that you said that. I like. I think I like. I want my gravestone. I want my headstone. <laughs> He's back. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want my tree. I want my headstone. There has to be like a designated area for what you just said because, like, you can't just have bodies in the ground where there are people living. Uh huh. Like, that know. just there has to be. Look how that worked out in Poltergeist. I don't know. I'm stumped. Well, that's the that was the Indian burial ground. I know, but like, which they still find to this day, like under stuff. Because that's wild. Yeah, that's mm. that's that's creepy and spooky and stuff. Yeah, you don't mess yeah. you don't mess with the dead, man. You just don't don't speak ill will. Don't mess with them. It's uh, it's 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 bad juju. I'm telling you, it's bad juju. So you know, like, what what ha- is there ever going to be a time where you cut the tree down? Oh, and is that killing the person again? Yeah. Is it oh, disrespectful? Man. You have to replant the right. cut down tree. You would have to pull the tree up. Right. Yeah. The, like, let's say tree gets big. Mm-hmm. You have to. Right. You have to just to show respect and not be a dick. You have to pull the tree up out of the ground, a mm-hmm. crane, put it on a big uh, wrecker. Yep. And then transfer it, or that because you're literally transferring the box because it's your the box is biodegradable. So right. your body is going Feeds this tree is going into the earth feeding this tree. This tree is your life, which is really cool if you think about it, right? Yeah. And, is, and, and so this tree is yours, and then some, you know, developer comes in and cut it all down. That's not cool. No. That's not cool at all. You know, so I don't know how this works. This is all very new to me. You know, very California. I don't know. I've never seen <laughs> this It stuff. is. It Definitely very California. I'm telling you, in the East Coast, they just throw bodies right on the road. Right. <laughs> Bring <laughs> out your dad. They, they, yeah, and they yell at you, say, God bless. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. That's your eulogy. Yep. That's what happens from the streets where I'm from. <laughs> they don't even have all that stuff. Uh, you know, so that's just a different way to do it. You know, the mausoleum stuff that we were talking about with New Orleans, Nylons before, like Nick Cage already has his uh, purchase. That's part of the tour when you go on it. It's wild. You see, Nick Cage has already bought it. You know, and I actually thought about, you know, I talked to my mom. My mom talks about dying all the time, and it drives me insane. Uh, and she's, you know, she's already got her plot picked out. It's paid for. And she's like, it, it, it's like paying off your, your layaway at Walmart. And you get excited about it. She talks about it just like that. She's like, oh my God. you don't have to worry about a thing. You don't have to worry about, <laughs> you, you just don't even worry about it. Uh, and so I was like, okay, I'm not worried about it. She goes, when I die, it's all paid for. And, you know, make sure Good. I have clean panties on. What? And it's oh, just, just, no. just very, very odd. So that's cool. Learn something new every day. Who's this guy? Hey, John in Wheatland, quickly, what's up? Dude, I fucking, I just wanted to see if you had any tickets or anything. <laughs> tickets. Tickets for what? Uh, for a concert. What concert? <laughs> I don't even care. The good one. The good one. All right. Well, let me look. I'd love to go see the B-52s. <laughs> right. Dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Is there, uh, is there any music? I'll tell you what, dude. I have not heard that fucking B-52s. Hey, you can't, you can't curse, yeah, yeah. Come you can't on, curse John. Well, if you want to talk to me, you can't use language. I mean, is this the first time you've ever heard that on the radio? What are you doing? You can't do that. All right. So what what uh, what uh music don't you like? Just so I, I can skip see what tickets I have. Dude, I fucking... <laughs> you What? I like metal. No, I said, what don't you like? Right. Uh, pop music. Okay. In oh. particular, which pop music? Um, Taylor Swift? Right. Yes, Taylor Swift was off. Can't, right. can't, can't stand Taylor Swift? No. Okay, that's the only tickets I got. 
You have Taylor Swift tickets. That's the only ones I got. I'm looking oh, through my book. That's why I was asking you to see if I could find something else. You like All Katie? Right. Do, you, gonna, do you like I'm Kate? I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue about that one. No, no, no. Do you like? Do you like Katie? John, John. John, you may. Have you been drinking, John? (laughs) Right. What hasn't he been drinking? What's that? You reckon? Uh, Yeah. Have you been drinking? It's nine thirty in the morning. You sound drunk. I said, do you reckon? I understand that. I asked you if you've been drinking, so I'm assuming yes. Why are you drunk at nine thirty in the morning? Because well, I've been drinking since the last night. Okay. <laughs> By yourself or with anyone else? By myself. I drink alone. Uh, you know, that's not healthy. Are you an alcoholic? <laughs> Are you an alcoholic? I guess so. Yeah. Well, can we get you some help? Is this an intervention? Not yet. <laughs> but, I mean, I, we could do You want to come back on next week and have us do an intervention? No, I don't want to go to an intervention. Well, you, well, I mean, like, you do want help. We can give you a gift and we can send you somewhere, like on the beach, and they get you better. You're going to drink yourself to death. You don't want to do that. You sound kind of silly right now. I just offered you Taylor Swift tickets, and you said no. I mean, you know you're drunk when you turn down Taylor Swift tickets. I said I wanted the tickets. No, you did not, Mr. Slur Slur. You did not say that at all. I was there. All right, you're not driving anywhere, are you? No, sir. Okay. I don't have a car. I don't have a driver's license. Because you got a DUI, I bet, didn't you? Mm-hmm. you? I got four of them. You dumbass. Let me tell you something. I'm going to end the show. And this is serious, all right? I'm going to tell you something. And it's all fun and games up until now. Look, I've had too many people in my life die of idiots like you that get behind the wheel of a car because you're drunk. That is the stupidest thing anybody could do, especially in this day and age with Uber and Lyft. Promise me right now you won't be a moron for a fifth time. Promise me. I promise you, and I'll tell you what, dude. I fucking I discourage everybody I know. Okay, well, I got DUIs, No, friggin' listen to me. No, you're DUIs, cussing. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Well, we might be out of dump at this point. Well, he's so. not cussing. He's saying friggin'. He's not saying uh, the F word. Okay. He's saying, but I put him on hold. All right, how was that? That was good. That was good intervention. Huh? Yeah, it was. Because that's the first step. You gotta you gotta punch a little bit. You gotta get in, and then and then afterwards, then you lighten it up a little bit. So when we get him back on next week. And we'll put him in the studio, sit him next to Nikki. Oh, that's where you'll sit him? Yeah, right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you remember, you remember, that one, you remember the, the time the guy and I was got in a fight at the place, and I was on the news, and I called him out, and I wanted him oh, on yes. the show, mm-hmm. and the guy that I work with was like, what? Yeah, he was scared of death. <laughs> <laughs> I, I this guy, long story short, but I, I got uh, this guy said some bad things uh, about my daughter and her friend. And he was drunk, and he was whatever, and, and I almost beat him up and, and, and all this other stuff. And the cops were called, and he got arrested. And uh, the news comes out and interviews, you know, radio guy, you know, this and this and that. So I go, and I go in the news to bait him. And I said, look, I want to know why he did that, because he's an idiot. I want to, face-to-face, man-to-man, I want him on the radio show. And I want him to come in the studio and tell me why he's so stupid, and I want him to apologize to me. And, it, you know, like that. So it got back to him. And he was going to come on the show, and the guy I was working with was like, dude, that's not happening. <laughs> he didn't feel safe. He didn't feel safe at all. All right. Uh, fourth and final round ahead. Hold on a second. John, don't go anywhere, okay? I'm still here. No, no, no. Fourth and final round of headlines. Two big stories from today. John, you know I love you, right? Yes. And- okay. All right. What do you got? 
I'm going to give you the sad news that was recently reported about Wendy Williams. And I'm going to tell you why golf mansplaining went viral. Yeah. And you love Nikki D too, right, John? What do I- of course you do. <laughs> all right. For the final round of headlines, any last minute calls, comments, concerns, we'll get you all that. And Kyle, don't forget Kyle, John. Program. Yep, see? Uh, and we'll get that and get out of here for a Friday. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. And fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530 good air. Please go ahead. Another great is diagnosed with dementia. H7. Wendy Williams always said she wanted to come back to daytime television. But she has an even bigger challenge than anyone would have imagined. Did Wendy, you say great? I guess what I said. Ooh. Regardless of how you feel about her personally, like what she's done professionally, like you can't deny that. Um, Wendy Williams' team says she's suffering from frontal temporal dementia, which is basically the same thing that Bruce Willis is dealing with. And what it does is it affects your ability to understand or express speech now she has a documentary that's getting ready to come out tomorrow on lifetime and i think this is going to be the last piece of work that you see from wendy williams unfortunately until probably she leaves here just very convenient she's got this disease or whatever it is and she's got a new project coming out convenient to have dementia right (laughs) just unless she forgot there it is just there convenient for the promotion. Just like the chick from Destiny's Child. She had the little spat at Today Show, and she's got a movie coming out. No, that's still two different things to be uh, medically diagnosed with dementia. Like, And people in her family are speaking out and already talking about like how she's completely off. And they are crediting her dementia, they think, to alcoholism. Real, yeah, yeah. She, she had all wow. kinds of. I can't stand that woman. I like even when she was just doing radio, she drove me insane. Before she even got into TV, you know, she was like the chick version of Stern in New York, and it just ugh, could not stand it. But you know what? You know, she's still young in you know in people years. I mean, she's got to be what fifties? Yep, she's in her fifties. Fifties, something like that. To get that, even Bruce Willis is in his what sixties. Yes. Yeah. That's way too young to have that. They say that uh, the dementia, it's, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, hereditary. Hereditary, right? Is that true? I'm not sure about that. It can be. I mean, they know so little about it at this point anyway, but yeah, they think, they think there are genetic markers mm-hmm. for dementia. I mean, that's uh, really, really sad, especially when you get that stage four. And your life just, just deteriorates and you don't, re- mm-hmm. you know, and, and like on the other side of things, it's horrible outside looking in. But if, you know, I guess if you're in the position to not know what's going on, like you're like that, I don't, they got that. I don't understand. Like does some of your body know and you're struggling to remember or do you just completely forget? Eventually your body forgets how to work. Yes. So you're not thinking it like you're thinking just of the memory. It becomes a point where you don't know how to eat. Your body learn loses the ability to swallow. Eventually, you'll stop breathing. I mean, your brain is rotting away. Essentially, that's so bad. It's right. just so it's a slow, painful death, and it's hard on on your family members because it lasts. I mean, it's it's not quick. You and know. you have to have around the clock care. I mean, right. in this case, it's Wendy Williams, so I'm sure she has. Um, enough funds that they can put her somewhere where people can look after her. But think about families that don't have the money and they're trying to care for somebody in don't. this condition. 
Tone. It's my dad's wife. It's her house. <laughs> she hobbles. No, oh, it's easy. <laughs> Can she hear me? No. Who's that in the back? That's your dad's wife? That's my dad's wife, yes. Really? How long have they been together? Um, t- 10 years at this point. Really? He, I mean, does she normally walk like that, or is your dad well, just a beast? Was, I mean, it was Thursday night, man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's how you use it, Kyle. <laughs> she normally doesn't walk like that, but, uh-uh. you know, when the when the cowboy hat is a-hanging, don't come a-banging. <laughs> All right, second she's again. Look at her. Look at her. Stop. Stop looking. Look at her. Look at her. Watch her. Oh, that Mr. Nelson. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's bending over too. Stop. 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 Smack stop. Watch it. I can do it on the Zoom. Smack that All right, second step. A pro golfer couldn't get her top golf on in peace. H H. There's a seriously viral video going around of a guy giving a woman unsolicited advice on her golf swing. Take a picture. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Poor woman. A PGA player was subjected to several minutes of unwanted advice from a man at a golf range. Do you guys even want to hear this story? No. I, okay, well, I'm not going to waste my breath. I can't I talk right now. You I'm going to waste my breath. You go ahead and talk about golf. That's great. She's gone now. <laughs> Oh my God! She doesn't even know like there's a camera pointed at her, is there? No, 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 no. I guess if, once she sees the clip on Instagram later, she'll know. Why is she, why is she cleaning up? You got people for that over there. Well, it's probably that thing. The cleaners are coming today, so she's probably doing. You know, you clean before the cleaners get here. You don't want to be yeah, embarrassed. By the way, the girl you're talking about, I would love. When I went to Top Golf last time, I would have loved to have somebody to help me because I can't. I can't hit the damn ball to save my life. <laughs> oh, same. But like this girl was crushing it. Like she needed zero help at all. She was crushing it like a pro. And obviously the guy was hitting on her. She is a pro. Oh, she is a pro. Not uh, like a pro. She is a pro golfer. Yeah, she's a, she was a badass, right? She just but she was wearing. <laughs> he's trying to give her his stupid little advice, not even knowing who she was. Bend your knees. It's 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 a it's a guy thing. <laughs> on the hips. Because he's trying to hit on her. You know what that. she was doing was she was practicing a yeah. new stroke, Swing. and so you have to slow yeah. it down to do that. And he's telling her you have to speed up and do this, and she's looking at him like, do you know who I am? Yeah. But she's still so sweet that she's like, okay, yeah. I'm trying to do a new stroke. He's like, I've been doing this for 20, 20 years. years. I know yeah. what I'm talking about. And he never got the clue. Like, she was kind of laughing at him. Like, all right, I got it. Thank you. But she was still yeah. being sweet and stuff. Yeah. But she, she's a good-looking girl. She's wearing those, you know, cheek-sucking uh, leggings, yeah. you know, that go all up in there. I wish she'd them. invited him to golf with her. Right. just filmed her. That's what she should have done. She should have said, Actually, can you demonstrate for me? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. That's what that would have been badass. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. Uh, I listen to the BS. Social media gives likes your follow. Brett Michaels missed it today. Uh be uploaded here shortly on the Odyssey app, the Bailey Show.com, uh, on our YouTube channel at the Bailey Show. You got anything over there? I don't see dead people. There you go. Nelson. Uh what is it when the cowboy hat is hanging? Don't, don't come a banging. Don't okay. come a banging. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 10 to noon, ESPN 1320. Check it out. Check it out. It's called the what? That's all I got. The Insiders. Insiders. Mm -hmm. Me and James here. (laughs) Kyle and Kyle. Me and James here. (laughs) Slow it down. Give give some love to you and your partner. With myself, Kyle Madsen. And hit hard. And also, 
James Ham. There you go. Hey. Like the thing you do in the sports, like Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. Sacramento Spars later. All right. Got, Mom got anything in the back? Ask no, her. she's fine. Stop looking. <laughs> Does she ever look through the Hubble telescope? Wow. I didn't even catch it at first. Mickey is up next, 3 o'clock. It is the Abe Cannon Show. Look, have a great, safe weekend. You're going to be doing some drinking. I understand. I get it. But please, unlike the guy that just called in, do not get behind the wheel of a car. I've lost way too many friends like that. If all goes well, knock on for Micah. We'll talk to you Monday at 6. And bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening.